0: For some reason, it's not playing from the beginning. Hello, everyone. We're live. It's not playing from the beginning for some reason. That's weird. Technical difficulties. Well, I guess that means it's time for a promo code in the merch store. (laughs) (laughs) Promo code TECHPROBS for 25% off everything in the merch store. That is the rule for Sparky 3. All right, let's try this again. Let's see if it will play from the beginning like it should. Nope. Just randomly playing from the middle of our song. So, we're just going to hit the music and just immediately switch to us and we'll do the yell. You ready? All right, let's go. Welcome to the terrible, terrible Football show. show. man,
1: that was just terrible. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I didn't know what well, it was. Normally,
0: there's a buildup for the music. <laughs> there was. No, I, there I, I don't dead. know. You know, I wonder if I've got like the wrong track on here, like the shorter version or something. That's a possibility. Because there's like five different versions of the single track. So I wonder if I accidentally put on the wrong one.
1: Did you see what I tagged you in? It was a little while ago, but it was an Arkansas... It was some kind of Arkansas training facility. No. Had... um, Was using... Well, I don't know if they're using... Technically, I guess it's not our music because it's sampled music. But they had our theme song
0: playing for their commercial. This one that's
2: get money for that man (laughs) no
0: look man it's all coming from an audio so they're (laughs) live man we got the music now man that is true that is true well welcome into a terrible football show uh rough start but hey what again what this means though is that we will now have a promo code in sparky3shop.com promo code techprobs with a z is back once again for 25 percent off that's my rule anytime there's a tech problem promo codes going in there and with the other rule on top of that if while that promo code is active if another tech problem happens somewhere else, I'm bummed up the percentage off. That's what ha- that's the rules. That's it. I mean, that's what we do. We have we literally have a shirt saying, you know, sorry for tech prob sub please. You know, that's, that's our thing. Trademarks for three tech problem. Shout out to Shane. Shout out to Ricky. Boys, how we doing? How we feeling? Shane, first time. I mean, not Shane. Ricky, first time in the studio. How you doing, man?
2: Man, I'm doing great. This studio looks great. I, this is a good setting right here. I'm, I could get used to this.
0: Hey, we're... I,
1: get, I get to sit here and sit across from Ricky's pretty face. Oh, you're yeah. too. Stu- you are too <laughs> no. kind. You are too kind, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, goodness, Shane. It's been a long time since so I've actually seen you in person.
1: I don't know what it's been with the draft from last oh, year. Goodness gracious! Think I thought no, no. We
2: I've seen you since then. Uh Fayetteville. Yep. We were up. Yep. We were up in Fayetteville. That's right. We were up in Fayetteville. That's the last time I remember seeing you.
1: Yep. That was September, October, almost a year ago. Yeah. Goodness gracious! It's just been insane. a while.
2: It doesn't seem it's been that like that long though. That's right. just a thing. It, it,
1: it was. It had to be before September. It had to be the end of August because I moved back here from Fayetteville. That's right, September. because the
2: the weekend we went up there was your final weekend up there, and then you moved back. That's I mm-hmm. remember that now. Yep. I yeah. remember that now. That's,
0: that's been a while. It's been a while. Good to get. Good. It's good to have you two reunited. Then I'm glad. I'm glad that we could reunite in this yeah, capacity. We've, we've, for you two. We've too. known
2: we've known each other for a while, so I mean, yeah. it's uh yeah. it's definitely definitely good. Right. De- def, definitely good.
0: You know what else is good? Is that with this episode, we're officially back to weekly. Terrible football show is back every single week, every Tuesday around five PM ish, you know, Central Standard Time. So shout out to that, uh, boys. The season starts here for us. I mean, we had the episode a couple weeks ago, cool. We had the episode in June, cool. But no, this is it. The season starts now. I mean, look, it's gonna be very bad football, but we got football this week. I mean, we got the Hall of Fame game happen on Thursday. It's gonna be, it's gonna be shit. But, but the point is. The season starts now. The vibe is here. You know what I mean? We got a lot of stuff to chat about for today's episode. uh, Because for today's episode, uh, one of the big things that we're going to be chatting about is we got a big segment here where we're going over all of our uh, college football conference winners and predictions. Uh, We'll also shout out our top two favorite teams, which is everything here on the screen, mine being like Miami and Hawaii, Arkansas State. Arkansas, and Oregon. So I'm going to be shouting those out as well as whoever's winning the conference. Uh, The next couple weeks, we'll be doing NFL predictions. I think next week, uh, it don't really matter which conference we do first. we want to do AFC first and NFC first, it don't really matter. But that will be the next two weeks. Uh, We've got some other things to chat about here today, of course. Uh, If you're watching this live, we appreciate the hell out of you. Cannot thank you enough for joining live. If you're watching the replay of this later, we cannot cannot appreciate our thanks enough and if you're listening to this on one of the multiple audio platforms that we're on we appreciate the hell of you as well but we do question why you are not over at youtube.com forward slash sparky three watching live or just watching the replay uh but hey if you're if you just prefer audio format just make sure to follow rate the podcast it definitely helps us grow let's go uh, make sure to join the Discord because with live shows we will be taking uh, like guest callers we'll pull you up chat with you for a few minutes about whatever's on your mind uh, you know whether your team sucked it up whether your team was awesome another bit topic going on in the league whatever is on your mind we'll chat with you about so make sure to join the Discord link down the description below uh, follow us with Twitter as well uh, terrible FB show and I guess lastly it's on the screen as well go check out some Rogue Energy referral link down below promo code SPARKY3 for 10% off or promo code RAZORE3 for 10% off shout out uh, I'm actually drinking some right here behind me. Dragon Fruit Mango Hydration. It is delicious. Probably I'm the...
2: sorry. I can't drink the competition,
0: sir. Uh, I know. I know. But <laughs> we will. It's okay. We'll that's drink, okay. It. We'll drink that's, it for that's you. That's okay. We'll drink it for you. That is yeah. that
2: is okay. As long
1: as I'm getting paid for it, I'll drink it. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, go. <laughs> you got a point there. Yeah, yeah. I, see,
2: I get paid to drink. Well, I mean, I, I I like it anyway. I never really drank this stuff before I worked for Pepsi, though, so it's just one of those deals. Right, right. But yeah. Pepsi did come out with something with some huge news yesterday morning
0: mm. yes
2: it's going to mm. be
0: fantastic but the world can't know yet right the world cannot know okay. yet, not yet. So maybe maybe, just, maybe you're saying maybe, you're
2: maybe i have to i have to find out to see if the world can know yet or not i don't think it's world known yet
1: Because uh, okay. i think it would be dope to break that news on a terrible football show it would yeah, be that, dope that, that would, i also <laughs> don't want to get fired hey what's up
0: iggy what's up tyler how you boys doing Hopefully you're having hopefully both of you are having an absolutely phenomenal day today. Tyler, I miss you. Is, this, is it is it is it Tyler? Tyler Tyler. Tyler, uh, Tyler, I miss you, man. Tyler, I'm, Tyler. I miss
2: you so much, man. You can come sit here in this rocking chair.
0: <laughs> the next, next to
1: um what's the uh, uh, jo- Josh yeah, yeah, the Josh. Next to to Josh yeah. Hold on. That's uh, that's
0: awesome. Let me let me swap screens here and let me turn on a camera. There you go. You can kind of see Josh's face on the screen now. So, Josh, welcome to a terrible football show. Welcome. How you hey, <laughs> Josh makes a cameo in every fucking podcast, and he hates it. He hates the fact that we have that pillow. It's
2: like Stan Lee making a cameo in every Marvel it movie is. before he died.
0: No. Um, so one one hilarious thing about the pillow, right, is like, yeah, it's just like a small little like, you know, couch pillow, you know. Uh, Zach, who bought that, he actually originally bought like a full-blown body pillow, like legit, just to fuck with him, right? Uh, but when he bought it, it shipped and everything, and then the package got lost in shipping. So we brought this up on on a podcast one day where I was at the end of the show. I'm like, Zach, what's, what's going on with the body pillow? Like, what, what's the status on that? It's been like a month. He's like, oh, yeah, I got lost in shipping. So they refunded me the order, you know, and, and I was like, oh, man, that sucks. What's the order again? And I was about to wrap up the show, and Josh's like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me somewhere in the world right now there is a body pillow with my face on it. And I didn't even think about that. I just lost my shit. And I'm just like, yeah, there, there's a body pillow of you somewhere out there in the wild.
1: <laughs> I was, I was no, thinking about awesome. that. I was thinking about that. Is It's just a lonely body pillow of Josh just sitting yeah. in a warehouse. Yeah. That's what, now I
2: should do one. I should get one of those for my my body pillow. I should put my body on the pillow and give it to my wife. Yeah. That'd be a great anniversary present. There you go. You know, hey, she never said anything about body pillows. Now, I know you don't get appliances for your wife for your anniversary. So right, you know, it's, right. My second year anniversary is coming up. So
1: yeah.
0: Just so you never miss me yeah exactly. exactly just so you here's never miss pillow. me here's a pillow for you <laughs> <laughs> all right let's dive into some stuff we'll start off with some nfl chat because uh we've got a, we got a few different things to chat about let's start things on a lighter note before we get into the bigger stuff because there's woo, we got some big stuff to unpack here all right but let's start on a lighter note hey training camps are going on shout out to that uh, you know, some good things coming out, some bad things coming out. You know, uh, unfortunately, uh, I did, you know, I'm sure as everyone saw, there was the unfortunate loss there for Tampa Bay with their center, Ryan Jensen, uh, non-contact uh, injury. It look, You know, looks like he's going to be out for the year there. From your squad, wide receiver Tim Patrick, same thing. Did you see that? Uh, the news just broke on that. Uh, earlier, uh, non-contact injury, torn ACL, missing the season. That sucks, man. We just signed him, too. Yeah, like, I feel like Tim Patrick would have been, like, a dark horse for the Broncos, like, legit. I I really do. Um, You know, uh, some news out of my camp, there's a lot of rumors going on with Tevin Jenkins being on the trade block because he's, like, at odds with this new regime, and in my opinion, get rid of him. I'm so beyond done with Tevin Jenkins. Like, you know, it sucks that he came in last year and had a back injury. Sucks, T's and P's, obviously, but then a little bit that he played. He played okay, you know, for a second-round draft pick who was projected first at one point. Uh, he's getting outplayed by Larry Borm, who was like a sixth or seventh-round draft pick for us last year. I, at this point, I'm done with him. Get rid of Tev. Um, you know, Matt Stafford looking on fire. You know, there, did you guys see the nice little clip put out uh, him to cup? That was pretty clean. Yeah, well, he, did.
2: he He should be on fire. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy, if there was any quarterback in the current league right now who deserved a good platform, it was Matt Stafford. Oh, 100%. I, playing for, you know, what – Many would consider the Vanderbilt of the NFL the Detroit Lions for as long as he did. <laughs> he did everything he possibly could do and have a good one, Tyler. Especially with the lack of management they have. And for him to be able to get on the platform that he is on with the Rams now, it's, it's terrific. I'm so, I am so stoked for Matt Stafford. I am
0: too. I I, I love Matt Stafford, man. He's 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 like, bro, the shit that he did in Detroit, it's like when you're on a team that bad, like you said, the Vanderbilt, the NFL, whatever, and you're on that team for as long as you are, like, and your team is still as bad. Like, they're, they're gotta, there 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 got comes a point where it's like, it's clear that you're not the problem. You know what I mean? Especially right. when the man's passing, he passed for over 5,000 yards one season and he's consistently a 4,000 yard passer in Detroit. It's just like he wasn't the problem. You know, the problem was everything else around him. Yeah, I know everyone's like, oh, he had a Hall of Famer, Calvin Johnson. Yeah, what else did he have, though? I mean, like, come on, man. And a Hall yeah, of Shame I mean, I mean he only had
1: him for, what, seven
0: years? Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly.
2: Was, and, of course, and of course, I also root for Cooper Cup. I don't know if y'all know this, but his wife was a yep. former Arkansas Razorback. Yep. And so uh, you got to root for that, especially their story. I don't know if y'all know their story or not, but. I do. Yeah, yeah great so, one. So, anyway, she so. She left Arkansas. She left Arkansas. To go to to Eastern Michigan? Yep. Yeah, Eastern Washington. Washington. Yeah. With so, the
0: Redfield. The Redfield, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, they
2: they got married and she worked while he would play college football. Yep. Like that was because she knew his passion was to go to the NFL and she knew he was going to be good enough. And she's like, "Look, I'm going to work. You take this, work your butt off. Let's focus on this, and it's going to pay off one day." And so, and it and it ended up paying off in the in the end because Cooper Cup. I mean. He's one of the best in the league, by far. One yeah. of the, be- one and of the neither best.
1: And ne- neither, or she will never have to work again in a day no, in her life. No, no.
0: Right. No. Um, how do you feel about... Uh the memes coming out of uh, your number one NFL team, the Let's Ride. Everyone's doing. Have you guys seen all the videos of college teams doing Let's Ride? Let's no, ride. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my yet god! Like, that dude, there, awesome. there are so many like college teams that are now doing videos of you know, like I saw like Michigan State one where it's like an old line. He's like Spartan Country, Let's Ride. You know, everyone's making memes about. I saw like a would up video earlier of Keenan Allen at uh, LA uh, training camp where he was just practicing. He's like, he's like Bolt Nation. Let's ride. You know, just make it. How do you how do you feel about the memes, man? Russell Wilson's just uh, become a life of his own.
1: Russell Wilson, he is yeah. at this point just a rolling <laughs> meme.
0: He is, and, and he's here for it too. So, he's
1: here for the let's rides. Yeah, he's all about it. Like yeah. he he's on Twitter all the time. Yes, fucking just making fun of himself. So
0: yeah. Can we do like a like a a, a group let's ride? You know, terrible football show. Let's terrible ride? football show. Let's, let's ride. ride. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. There you okay. go.
2: Yeah. that was good. That was good. I didn't know we were gonna. I, I thought we were gonna count on three or something. So no, we, get, we like, we'll one, get one, we'll two, do, three. We'll give do, me a warning.
0: We'll do it again. All right, ready. <laughs> one, two, three. A terrible football show. Let's, let's ride. ride. There you go. Top tier. Top tier. Wyoming needs to do the Let's Ride meme. Yo, hit him up. Hit him up. Also, shout out to Yugi. Talk to you next time, man. He's got to go back to work. My he said.
2: boss just got back from Wyoming. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> shout out to the Wyoming Cowboys. The Dookie Brown.
2: Wyoming. Where he, I, I'm dead serious. So y'all know how many y'all y'all know Wyoming is the least populated state in the United States. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it they make their money off of tourism. That's what they make their money off of. Like it is expensive as crap to go to Wyoming. At least the park that my boss went to. He just got back last week. And so I just thought I'd point. I'd point. What that makes
1: out. you wake up in the in the day and be like, I want to go to Wyoming?
2: <laughs> when my Dallas Cowboys lose.
0: Oh, <laughs> well. You're gonna get that feeling a lot this year. Then. Hey, you shut your mouth. Looks <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs>
2: those are fighting words.
0: <laughs> looks like you're gonna
1: be spending a lot yeah, of yeah, time behind on yeah. You didn't ask me about
0: my team and my team injuries. Uh, yeah, well, how are you feeling? I mean, what do you have? What's even going on in Dallas? Besides, yep. you know, Mike McCarthy being on the hot seat, in my opinion.
2: Uh, James Washington's out for a while, yep. so but that's about it. <laughs> there ain't nothing going on. It's Jerry Jones. He's the happiest man in the world. and he, He's
0: living. He is He's living. Vibing. Yeah. I
2: love Jerry Jones. I don't care what anybody says. I love that dude.
1: <laughs> I do too.
2: Absolutely.
0: Oh, uh, one thing that uh, I was kind of curious of you guys' thoughts on, because it's just like first-time GM hasn't really t- spoke a whole lot in press conferences and stuff, and the one time he speaks in a press conference, he, like in my opinion, puts his foot in his mouth in the worst way possible. Did you see the Vikings GM talk about Kirk Cousins?
1: No, but I did hear a thing on, or I saw a thing on Twitter saying like he wasn't happy with him or something like that. Okay,
0: yeah, that's essentially what it was. Like, again, first new rookie GM, right? First time he's ever had a GM job and everything. Uh, and he's just like, you know, yeah, Kirk's good, but you know, he openly, flat out said, it's just like, but he's not Tom Brady, you know, he's not Patrick Mahomes, which is not inaccurate. I mean, he's not speaking. But you can't do that to your starting. You quarterback. can't. You can't. Yes, do you that. can. I know. No. Come yes, on. Yes, you can. Especially when Kirk's no. not that bad. Viking. Vikings come fans on, need man. to chill. Kirk's not that's that like bad. Me,
2: that's like me going to San Diego. Justin Herbert. He's definitely not Patrick Mahomes. But he's Justin Herbert. He's a pretty good quarterback, and Kirk Cousins isn't completely horrible. No, I mean he's not completely. But I mean, still, I have no problem with that.
0: I mean, at least at least the dude's honest. I mean, he's honest, but man, did he catch some back? He even the thing. The thing is, not only was he like throwing out his opinion like that, once he got all the backlash from it, he then he 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 came back on his opinion. So it's like it's one of those things like if you're going to deliver a hot uh, a take like that you need you need to stand by your take. But then he like, he was pulling it back where you just or like, I at uh, least
1: explain it like, hey, like what Ricky just did, like, "Hey, I'm not saying that he's not good. He's who he is." Yeah. That right. kind of that's, thing.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I mean that that's rock where, where that's where Ross yeah. It, but I mean still yeah. it's like it's not we know he's not Tom Brady. We know he's not Patrick Mahomes. We we knew that when he came out of college.
1: Yeah, but I mean, there's plenty of quarterbacks that I would not take over. I would take Kirk Cousins over. Oh yeah, plenty. me too. Yeah, plenty.
2: He's pro. I would put him in the middle of the pack on quarterbacks. May- may-
0: yeah, middle, maybe, yeah, middle of the pack at worst.
2: At worst, and then maybe a little bit lower than the middle of the pack. I wouldn't put him any lower than that, though.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't put him, uh, you know, below middle of the pack. I, I had him on fantasy
2: one year. That's the biggest mistake I. You ever know, had in my life. Uh,
0: it's it, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, at one point, like in a previous year of fantasy, Tyler had Kirk and he was trying to trade him off to another friend of ours as well as some other stuff, whatever. And the way that he explained Kirk to my friend was, like, the most accurate way possible. He's like, Kirk Cousins is either going to get you 30 points or 5 points. That's very And that's, that's so accurate that's for Kirk Cousins very, very in fantasy. True. So, also, shout-out to our fantasy league. Uh, we should be drafting here later this month, and uh, we'll go over our fantasy drafts. Uh, the champion from last year is coming back, uh, Nate. You know, he, he went on a roll last year in our league. Hey, he, I think he started, like, I think, no shit, like, like probably 10-0, 11-0. Dude went on a roll. He had an unbelievable team. So, looking forward to the fantasy draft here later this month. We gotta get an actual date hammered out for that. Uh, but any other training camp stuff you guys can think of that you guys have seen? If not, we can hop over to the the big one.
1: I will say two. Okay. I saw C- Cooper Cup's training video or a little snippet from tr- from training camp of him doing his uh, um, feet, footwork. Dude's insane. And then also, how about Traylon Burks for being an out or
0: overweight, out of shape receiver?
2: Well, I heard he was also having some asthma trouble.
0: See, that's the only thing I've seen out of Traylon. is I saw the asthma trouble videos. What what has come out after that? Because I haven't seen anything there else was after
2: that. One, there is one reporter, and I don't know if he's actually out of Tennessee or if he's like one of those who just hates the Titans, but there was one reporter who who reported that he was out of shape. From my understanding, he's looking good, and I, I expect him to have a pretty decent rookie year, especially – uh, you know coming back. Like I so, said, you know, it's a totally different era now. I mean, he, he's in a totally different situation.
0: Yeah. I expect especially him to have, I
1: expect
2: him to have a good rookie year. I, especially I really do. he
1: – I don't know how good the Titans defense and corners are compared to the rest of the league right now, but he was bully balling um Titans first cornerback, like first ten corners. Bullying them. And what?
2: that's you know that and he he's gonna be he's gonna be the trailing burks I think we all know and love. For the Tennessee Titans that they need a playmaker like him on their team I understand they had AJ Brown at one point uh didn't they have Julio Jones last year
0: mm-hmm. I yep. understand that too Julio signed with Tampa but here so.
2: but here's the thing Traylon Burks is so good and it's like I, I was having this conversation with a co-worker of mine earlier this morning Traylon was so good at Arkansas it wasn't that Arkansas didn't have more receivers than him it's just that he no one could guard him he was that good I don't know if he's going to be able to adapt like that in the NFL in his first year.
0: I, I don't think he will the first year. I think you'll see flashes of it first year. Right. I mean, it's it's a learning curve for a lot of guys, especially a guy of like his of his build. It's a it's a learning curve, but I give it like second year, something to watch. He's
1: definitely going to be a top end receiver.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, by far, yeah. He's yeah.
1: You by think far. you think he'll break a thousand this year? Mm. I would say
2: I, yeah,
0: but not by much.
2: I could see it just for the simple fact is I don't think Tennessee is that big of a threat at out. No, I think I think he's going to be targeted more than any receiver they have this year, and that's that's saying a lot for a rookie. He's going to be targeted quite a bit, even more yeah. than Robert
0: Woods. They they do have Robert I Woods, would, but I would he, say, he's got the injury I would, issues.
2: I, look, he yeah, that's that's something else. Yeah. He does have the injury issues. I I'll go ahead and say yes. I think, and this is just my opinion, um, I, I think he's going to win rookie, rookie of the Year. Okay. I, yeah. think he has, I think he has that much potential.
0: I think he definitely is in the running. Uh, I was looking at...
1: Drake London looked pretty good, too.
0: Yeah, I was looking at some um, some futures bets earlier. I've actually got some that I want to shout out in today's episode before we're done. Uh, I, and I'll shout out some more futures bets. Yeah. Um, over the next few weeks, like um, for records over and unders, uh, I've been I've been looking for some that I like. Uh, I'm pulling it up now because uh, I think it was for let me individual award, uh, offensive rookie of the year. Traylon Burks is currently a plus 800 for offensive rookie of the year.
2: Who who do they have leading?
0: Who they have leading baffles the shit out of me. They have Kenny Pickett with a plus six hundred. I mean, it's still plus, but like I don't see him being the leader. So- I would say Drake London should be the leader who they have at second with a plus seven hundred. Uh Brees Hall at plus seven uh, seven fifty and then the Traylon Burks. Chris Olave at plus nine hundred. That could be some good value. Uh Garrett Wilson at plus nine fifty and Christian Watson out of Green Bay at plus nine fifty as well
2: so I could understand the Kenny Pickett situation just a tad bit yeah for the he's simple fact is
0: starting day one right. no, 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 no 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 no
2: I don't no. think so I think week three or week four he'll be starting but you look at look at his situation look who his coach is look at look at who's surrounding him it's Mike Tomlin we're talking about right Mike Tomlin's if I'm not mistaken he's never missed the he's never missed a playoff in his entire career he took a crappy pittsburgh team last year with an old-ass quarterback ben roethlisberger and made the playoffs
0: correction i don't think it's he's he's never missed the playoffs it's he's never had a losing record is what it is okay yeah, that, yeah okay that's, he's that's, never that's, had a losing. he's always been at least 500
2: at least and so um i i mean i i can I, I can respect that i respect it do i think it's going to happen no
0: they got a rough because if, if you because if
2: you because here's here's the thing you look at some of the great quarterbacks, some of the great second year quarterbacks we saw last year, like Joe Burrow, <clears throat> or was that or was Joe Burrow's second last mm-hmm. year? Was it? His
0: third? Yeah, that was, was his second. second.
2: Look at his first year, not that great. Got Cincinnati hurt, was yeah. not that great, and he did get he did yeah. get hurt at the end well, of the season.
1: He, he, Joe Burrow was playing great until he got hurt. Yeah.
2: Yes, but yes, but he wasn't winning. Like they were not True. they, they no, were they not weren't. winning at all. It, it took his second year for them. and he went to the Super Bowl in his second year as a starting quarterback. When you have rookie quarterbacks that usually come in. You have to have you have to have a decent surrounding. To me, Kenny Pickett has that surrounding. I just don't know.
1: I think he has it as far as coaching staff, but as far as receiving core, I I don't know. Receiving core, I don't know. I mean, Deontay
0: Johnson's their number one weapon, right? Who's, really? wanting a, who's wanting? Who's <laughs> wanting the same sort of contract that like AJ or DK or Debo just got? Yeah, yeah, he no. wants like twenty plus a year. Is what no, Deontay wants, and, and that that's why crap. there's like a, now there's like a hold a hold in right now with Deontay Johnson. So
2: anyway, but like like I say, rookie rookie quarterbacks typically it, it takes a lot to see a rookie quarterback. Like you saw it with RG three because RG three had a pretty good first year, even though he was hurt the entire year. Mm. And he should probably shouldn't have even played his first year, and I and I really believe that's the reason why we don't see him anymore is because of that one year they took a huge risk at a rookie quarterback.
0: Mike he Shanahan in, fucked. RG3's Mike Shanahan, career. yes,
2: I agree one hundred percent with that, and we will not see how great RG three could have become. And I know I'm going to make this comparison, and I don't care what anybody thinks, but Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, their rookie seasons, they also had a good surrounding. Yep. But here's the thing. They had a good offensive line. Yep. They don't have that offensive line anymore. Pittsburgh does not have that offensive line like the Cowboys did that that year that Dak and Zeke were rookies. So we'll see. I, but like I, said, I but like I said again, I, I don't see Kenny Pickett being that rookie quarterback that's gonna be able to take them far. I just don't see. I just don't see it.
1: I agree. I think if he does win it, it's gonna be strictly numbers. Right, 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 and so it's, it's not going to be because oh he led them to a playoff and led them to an eleven and whatever season. Like it's not going to be that. It's going to be like okay, this dude put up, you know, forty five hundred yards, thirty touchdowns, twelve interceptions, and just happened to not win games.
0: Right, and I will also say, and this is actually uh, this can be a great segue into the. One of the bigger topics for today. You know, I'm glad you mentioned surrounding because I have the per- the best example in the world for that. And it happens to be one of Kenny Pickett's teammates, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, so <laughs> when it came to where we were as an organization in that t- 2017 draft, you know, I know a lot of Bears fans liked immediately, like, oh, we could have had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we could have. But I'm going to stand by my statement that even Patrick Mahomes drafted into that Bears situation that we were in. Um, I mean, we signed fucking Mike Glenn into a $45 million contract. I mean, what the hell does that tell you about where we are as an organization? Patrick needed that year to sit behind Alex Smith. You know, that is what he needed. And when it came to Trubisky, Trubisky was just set up to fail from day one. Because uh, one one I don't remember who said this. Um it might be one of my well, who I consider one of my mortal enemies in the sports world. Uh, Mel Kuyper. cannot stand him. I think it might have been him that said it because uh, he said it involving Mac Jones. And when I heard it, I just immediately thought of Trubisky. Where it's like you look at Mac Jones, and, you know, his one college, you know, year going to the pros. You look at why he only played one year, and you ask why was he only playing one year, and you look at it logically. Look at the guys that were in front of him: Jalen Hurts, two and Tagovailoa. May have said that wrong. I don't know. That's right. Uh, and then well, you
2: two. T- t- well, yeah, Jalen was first.
0: Well, I just mean he and said the last right. name wrong. Uh, wrong, Jalen
2: Hurts. To, yeah, to, yeah. Uh, and
0: yeah. then you you look at Trubisky. Trubisky started. I think it was only one year in college as well. And you ask why? Does it? Do either of you guys happen to know the quarterback that was starting above Mitchell Trubisky before? Where, where did Mitchell
2: Trubisky go to North Carolina. Carolina? He went to North Carolina. Let's see. I'm trying to remember. He was drafted in 2017. That means in 2016
0: was his year of starting. So yes. 2015. Who was the quarterback from North Carolina?
2: Lord, have mercy! You're gonna say it, and I'm gonna. It's on the tip of my tongue.
0: He wore number twelve.
2: <sighs> you're gonna kill me Marquise Williams. Really? Okay, that's yeah. what I was gonna. Yeah,
0: Marquise thinking. Williams. So would, it's like I would have never got that. Exactly. You would have never. Exactly. That's the point. It's just like you, you know, that. you you look at Jalen, you look at two. You're like, all right, makes sense why you know Mac was the third guy, why he wasn't start. You look at Trubisky. It's just like what well, Trubisky's supposed to be this top two talent why wasn't he starting? I mean, why? how did Marquise beat him out? So it's like, those sort of situations, it's like, it's very telling about a quarterback coming into the pros. And that's, you know, Trubisky coming into the situation he came into was a horrible situation to come into for, for him. And I would have said, Patrick, Patrick, I think would have thrived a little bit better uh, than Trubisky did. But honestly, in hindsight, I'm glad it didn't happen. But in hindsight, the only quarterback out of that draft that could have been drafted by Chicago and possibly thrived in the situation was Deshaun Watson. Which brings us to our big topic for the day. You know, I'll... Just because of how I feel how he... we're I think we're all... Pretty upset about this. I think we can all agree to that. But I, I feel like you're ready to pop, so I'm gonna let you just go ahead and pop. Let's let's send some fire. Oh, goodness, send gracious. out some fire into that mic and start off this topic. beautifully. This is when I'm gonna grab my food and eat, boys. Yeah, you go let's right ahead. Let's. I, I I feel like you're about to unleash some fire, and I'm ready for it. Let's get it because this is some bullshit. Oh
2: my goodness, Ricky. Gracious. Let's
0: get it. Also, Ladies before you gentlemen. get into it,
2: okay, go ahead. Good.
0: Tyler said, "Tell Rick that he that he misses you as well." But he said the seat doesn't look as good as it used to. Ouch. You're
2: right. <laughs> it looks even better, sir.
0: Fuck you, Tyler. Damn. All right, t- Ricky, the floor is yours. I'm sorry. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Here we go. Shane's like, all right, let me get some Zaxby's going. <laughs> mm-hmm. go free to spray, I spray am going
2: away. to a comedy show on Saturday uh-oh. With Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart is coming to Simmons. He is the only person in this entire world right now that can make me laugh. Okay, as far as when it comes to this stupid nonsense that we have known as the NFL and worst of all, the NFLPA. First of all, I wanna I wanna ask this question: How in the hell do you compare? How do you compare his sec- the, the, the sexual assault that he has right now? How do you even compare it to what we've seen in the past? Calvin Ridley, for God's sake, bet $1,500 chump change... <laughs> And he was suspended an entire season for fifteen hundred dollars is chump change, people. Fifteen hundred dollars like me and you spending twenty damn bucks. Exactly. And he could spend an entire damn season. <laughs> Lord have mercy. God forgive me, I'm about to cuss a fucking cell that <laughs> out right now. <laughs> yes, let's
0: Son go. of a <laughs> bitch. Welcome tell to me, a terrible football show. Tell let's
2: me go. <laughs> God God, please don't let my pastor watch this. <laughs> or even any or anybody that I know except for Todd can still watch this. But anyway. Anyone from the church? Where the (laughs) fuck have we gone? Like, like this is this is okay. Even the arbitrator, okay, the arbitrator herself came out and said he legitimately did this. He legitimately wanted to show his balls off to these massage. Look at me. I'm gonna do this because I'm Deshaun Watson, and I know I could get away with this. And so she legitimately put this in her ruling he legitimately did this there was something else that caught my eye he legitimately showed zero remorse for his actions and yet the nflpa decided, hey, we're going to defend this guy. And the NFL, more than just about anybody that's been out there, has been outspoken about domestic violence, abuse, sexual assault, you name it. The NFL has been one of the front runners who, who has been part of this movement, as you might as well call it. Okay? Now, listen, I want people to understand something. And I want you to understand me very, very clearly when I say this. I am all for the justice system. Okay? I really believe I love this country. Okay, I absolutely love our country. I love our judicial system. Whether they get it right, whether they get it wrong, you're in front of a jury of your peers and a jury of your peers hears every single bit of evidence and a jury of your peers comes together with one single collection except for fuck you, O.J. Simpson. (laughs) Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this much. I am okay that this did not go I'm okay this did not go to a to, to a criminal court. okay I, I understand why it didn't go to a criminal court. but tell me why he's still settling money with these 24 women. There was 25. one of them dropped it because she didn't have enough. she didn't have enough evidence, she didn't have enough proof that he actually assaulted her or whatever the case may be.
0: And keep in mind, there's like a grand total of like 60 but it's only the 24 that's actually doing the case.
2: Exactly. So now I want so now here's the difference. Vince McMahon, I know this is a terrible football show. I know this is football. Vince McMahon is trouble. The reason he is he was resigned as CEO and president of the WWE is because he paid. Uh, right now, the total is twelve million plus dollars for hush money. Do you happen to know what settlement is? It's basically a legal way of saying, "Here's some fucking hush money," so that way you don't take my ass to criminal court. So that way I'm not in the damn prison system. This dumbass should be in prison right now. We shouldn't be discussing this. He should not be playing NFL. He should. Not be playing for the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns should not be paying him. He's not even losing that much money. He's no, losing three hundred thousand freaking dollars. I mean, come on. He's making freaking. Now, of course, I know this year he's only making a million. Yep. I understand that. But there is nothing. There is nobody in this world that can tell me in their right mind that this dude right now should be playing football. I have been consistent from day one. The minimum he should have served out of the NFL is two years. At least two years, if not more. For the simple fact is we're not talking about one. We're not talking about two. We're talking about 25 consistent statements from 25 different women. And here we are in a country, you look at the NFL, you look at the NBA, and sort of the MLB to a certain extent, because they've even had some issues with the MLB. And all of a sudden... They have been the front runners of promoting women, promoting uh, d- domestic violence That so that we have less domestic violence, less sexual assault, and now we're basically back to start one. We're basically back to square one with this entire situation, and it's all because this stupid arbitrator wanted to compare his... She had legitimate proof. There was legitimate proof that he literally assaulted these women, which means he forced something upon them they did not want to do, and yet alone... Because he's got multi million dollars, because he's a quarterback in the NFL, he gets away with it. He basically all he's giving is paid hush money. That's yep. all and it's a legal way of giving hush money. I don't give a damn what anybody you no one in their right mind could tell me anything else. There's nothing else that you can that you can really say, you know, or even do to this situation. We got freaking Brittany Griner right now in Russia right now. That's a different story. But you're, But why are you promoting B- Brittany Brunner getting out when you can't even help 24 other freaking women that were sexually assaulted that had legitimate proof that they were sexually assaulted? Were they raped? No. But still, in the state of Georgia, in the state of Georgia, years ago there was a kid in a high school, and I'm surprised I remember this, there was a kid who is now in prison because he sexually assaulted a minor. Had he raped her, it would have been a misdemeanor, but he didn't rape her. He sexually assaulted her, and he got 10-plus years in prison for it. He was a high school all-star football player, prominent to go to the college football ranks, possibly could have played in the NFL. But the justice system in in the state of Georgia, their laws say a sexual assault is worse than rape. But yet, here we are. The NFL, congratulations. Now you have proven once more, you have zero power. You have zero. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Zero integrity. Anything when it comes to this. And like I said, I had he got had he gone to prison, or had he or had he gotten at least in some kind of trouble for it because it was just basically a slap on the damn wrist. Had he served some kind of suspension and come back? Justice would have been done for me, and I would have been more than okay with this. I was more than okay when they brought back Michael Vick from the whole dog fighting incident. I was totally fine with him coming back. He came back a better man, and what does he do now? He is now a vocal, outspoken person against dog violence, which he should be. He was remorseful for it. He shows remorse for it, and now he's a legitimate figure in society. Plaxico Burris took a gun in the damn bar, it goes off, yep. he goes to prison for it. He he served a two-year suspension from the NFL. So did Michael Vick, because Michael Vick was also serving 18 months in prison. And once he got out, they had said, okay, we're going to give you a two-year sentence, we're going to give you a two-year suspension, but we're going to count the year and a half that you're in prison as part of your suspension. And no, Michael Vick wasn't the same when he came back, but he still served time, and he still was able to come back. But yet you've got a guy Twenty-four counts, people, of sexual assault. Hey, let's just give him six games. There's, there is nothing that anybody could say or do that could convince me otherwise. This is asinine, people. Asinine. I'm done. I, I'm done. I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I got to shut up for now.
0: Shane, let's give him a round of applause. That's incredible. <laughs> I love that sort of and Tyler was loving it too. He's just like, man's on that, you know, Stephen A. mode, you know, which you were. Uh, But no, you're 100% right. Because, I mean, like, you know, that's the thing that people need to keep in mind because they just look back. Yeah, I've seen some people look back at, like, uh, the Ben Roethlisberger situation. That was one single person, a one single night incident, and he got, I think it was six games as well. He got six games as well. But, like, again, this is like. You know, this is 24 people. And, uh, you know, I, I think it, I was watching, uh, God, he, he's on Good, Mo- uh, Good Morning Football. Kyle Brandt, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. I was watching him talk about it this morning. And, uh, you know, he said, he's just like, man, I'm so beyond, like, the conspiracy theory that all these people just got together. Twenty What, 24 people plus a total of, like, 60, but only 20? He's like, Th- no, there's no way that these all just came had, together.
2: Had you had three or four of them? I would understand the conspiracy. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. But twenty four doing the case. Twenty
0: four, but twenty. Just just doing the case. And that's just the case. Yeah, sixty people. You know, all these other women that saying like, yeah, this happened to me too, but they didn't have like any evidence, so they weren't doing the case. There's, there's no way. So it's like, okay, so for for the judge to come down for a six game suspension, saying that he broke these personal conduct policies, you know. It's it's asinine, like what you're saying. Now, could it be more? Yes, because Roger Goodell can still step in and do more. Yeah, you know, this is just per the so judge. So
2: the NFL, the NFL, and the NFLPA hired this arbitrator. They yes. they had a they had a, um, a a mutual agreement to hire this arbitrator to hear this case out. Yes, Roger Goodell could still serve, and the yep. NFL has until Thursday to appeal her decision, which I think they will do. And if they don't do. Wouldn't surprise me because you know it's the NFL. What legitimacy do they have right now right. At, at this at this point? But there, there's there's nothing. There is nothing that you can do to defend this ruling. There's there's nothing. Like I just I it's it's I don't understand. I don't understand. The how... only people
0: defending it are are, are uh, hardcore Browns fans who are desperate to right. Anything. And so
2: and I, listen, which I... get
0: your head out of your ass. You know, This is bigger than football.
2: I understood, I understood why they suspended Calvin Ridley. I understand right. the gambling thing. I understand that. But you cannot compare the two cases and say, oh, 24 sexual assault accounts. Let's give him six games. You know, we'll just, you know, he wasn't criminally charged. We'll just give him six games. Guess what? Calvin Ridley wasn't criminally charged either. Yep. And yet here we are, he served an entire year. If I'm Calvin Ridley, I am going ballistic at this point, and then I'm going to the NFL. But, you know, he served his suspension. He's going to come back, hopefully, this season.
0: No, this is the year he suspended.
2: I thought he was suspended last season.
0: No, it's no last season he missed a lot of time because a lot of mental health okay, stuff. Okay, 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 yeah, that's right. Last that's right. year he was having a lot of mental health problems, a lot of personal problems, IRL, uh, so stepped away from the game. No, this is the season he suspended. I'm going
2: reciditive. livid if I'm him right now. Yeah. I'm just going completely livid right now. You cannot compare the two. It is absolutely ridiculous, and I understand that. Tyler like
0: so, said that. And hundred percent NFL will not appeal it. They agreed on it before the ruling.
2: Yeah, and it's just ugh. I mean look at no it integrity. What's
1: I mean, look at it this way. How many games did Adrian Peterson um serve for I don't, I don't first know first
0: spanking his kid? I don't know how much he served. So was it eight games?
2: I think it was eight. I would have. I'll look it up here in a little bit, but yes, I think you're right. I think it was
1: eight didn't leave any marks or anything no but no, what I was, was by what I saw but only reason why he got caught was because a neighbor his his neighbor or ex-wife or whatever um or girlfriend at the time said that it was aggressive so he served eight games for for hitting for disciplining his own child Adrian
0: yeah. Peterson missed six games okay. six games. And then, you know, another topic that people like to point out, which things are completely different now in, like, the new CBA and stuff. A lot of people immediately like to also point out, like, Josh Gordon, where he's missed, like, 25-plus games just because of weed. You know, just weed. Right. You know, and then there's also DeAndre Hopkins who had uh, traces of uh, you know, uh, whatever he had a PED substance that yeah. he wasn't even aware of that he was taken yeah, by and what he, I and know. he suspended six games for this year as well. So it's just like where's the consistency? You know, where is the consistency in this whole thing? There, there's zero, zero consistency acro- across the right.
2: board. Right, and you know, and of course it's like I said before. You know, if you're going to promote domestic violence, you have to show it. Yeah, you have to have rules on this like I mean it just it's it's almost like you have to say look if you're convicted of this like if or even if you're not criminally charged this is what you're going to get suspended and and you and you and you stay consistent with that and it they're just not well, it, it's just it's just it is just ridiculous
1: I think when it comes to this I think it it should be the NFL should have a minimum right like hey if it's bare minimum and you get charged and there was no other things piling up this is bare minimum for this Right? So, okay, you you smoke weed and you get positive, minimum two games. But if it's excessive and you're, like, dealing and you're doing all of this stuff, then it's, you know, things can pile up. Like, it's got to be a minimum, and then it's got to go case by case after that because not every case is going to be the exact same. Right. But, I mean, like, what you were saying, 24 people compared to, what, Ben Rosselsberger had, like, what? One. one. Like, of course, like, they're each going to – they each should have a bare minimum of this many games – but then, of course, since his is 24, 25 cases, it should, of course, be a much bigger deal because it's, I mean, 24 more people than what And he's he did.
2: settled. And he's settling these cases, which basically, like I said, it's legal hush money is basically what it is. It's basically admitting guilt. Yes, I did this. I should not have done this. Here's you some money. Yeah. I mean... That's what it is. What do we do? I mean... Uh, I mean, I just – I don't know what else to say about it. It's just it – it It's mind-blowing. Exactly. It's asinine. It's futile. It is just ridiculous that it even came to this. He should not be playing football at all, at least this season. Yep. At least this season. At least give him a year away from football. I know he didn't play last year. At least give him another year away. At least another year. Goodness gracious. He got a slap on the wrist, and goodness gracious.
0: All right, Tyler, you have a good one. And also, you know, if – things with this whole situation just completely go south. And let's say he comes back and he's nowhere near the same quarterback that he was. Let's just assume that it's a possibility. Obviously there is Uh Cleveland deserves every bit of pain they get with that contract. Yes, hundred percent. They yes. deserve, it. and you know, this is coming from someone, and like I, you know, I, you know, Shane, you can at least back me up on this. This come from someone who, at one, you know, for one period of my life, you know, I considered the Browns one of my squads. I mean, you can back me up on that. I did, you know, I, I, I love the Browns with Baker. I love the energy that team had. I love Nick Chubb. You know, I love Jarvis Odell. Being there was dope. You know, my boy David at tight end for Miami. You know, love that team. You know, but I, you know. Ultimately, the Jags are my second favorite, but now that everything's gone down with the Cleveland, it's just like I, you guys deserve every bit of pain you get. At this I mean, point.
1: I've always rooted for the Browns because they have been so bad. You can't it's, help but not to reform. exactly. <laughs> That's always been me, especially like when Peyton Hillis was drafted yeah. there. I was like, okay, no, he wasn't
0: drafted; he's, he went there,
1: he, like yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, undrafted free agent, or whatever. But I mean, when he got signed to the team, I was like, okay, I'm going to follow him a little bit more. And then he had the year that he had, like. I don't. I would love cheering for the Browns. because who doesn't love cheering for an underdog? But with this, I mean, you you kind of have to take a step back and be like, "Hey, you're gonna get what's coming to you." Yeah. Was he
2: on the cover of Madden 2? Yep. Madden 12. I have it right over there on the shelf. Madden 12. Yeah, sure did. Goodness gracious! Oh, you got a good
0: game down there. I'm going to look at that. Grab it real quick. Also grab something else for you boys. Uh, Got uh, good old. You know, Peyton Hillis, and it got uh, Darren
2: McFadden. Yep. There you Still go. There. there you yep. go. That was a fun NCAA game, too. That was legit.
0: You know, uh, I know a lot of people hold fond memories to, like, NCAA 07 with Reggie Bush on it. Fair. That was a pretty good game. A lot of people hold fond memories of another one of the, I think it was, like, maybe 10.
1: Yeah, it's the one with the Pittsburgh guy on it. I forgot who it was. No. Uh, that's the one I always... Well, that, that's
0: Larry Fitt. That was, like, 03. Or something like that. But, like, you know, I've played a lot of NCAA games. And, guys, i got to say, I, I, I genuinely think NCAA 14 is the best it's, one. Oh, no, yeah. for I sure. Think, for but sure. For a, sure. There's a lot of people that don't agree to that at all. There's a lot of people say that That's because that, that people are stupid. There's a lot of people that say that 12 is or 11 no. or 10. And I'm just like, guys,
1: for, I'm telling you, 14 was awesome. 14 was the best. 9 was my
0: favorite because DMACC was a cover. Yeah. 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 I will say shout-out to NCAA 08. That was one with Jared Zambaski, whatever his name is, on the cover from Boise State. But mostly shout-out to the previous generation versions of PS2 and Xbox because those specific versions was the last NCAA games where you could create a college Mm in-game. I used to do that, too. Even on the NCAA 08 for like 360 or PS3, they took the feature out because they were still adjusting the new hardware.
2: actually, no, that's actually not true. So EA Sports actually had a team builder website that you could oh, go to. Oh yeah, I forget. know. Well, no, he, yeah. As far as, he said, no,
0: said in-game. In, yeah, in game. Oh, my, he said fault, game. my fault, my fault, my no, fault. No, so, okay, no, my bad. I, I, I didn't used, hear that part. Dude, I used the shit out of team builder. I did too, man. I yeah. built like these jogger knots. I, I love team builder. <laughs> no, just the in-game, like offline feature essentially. Uh, okay, the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 that's right. That is correct. But also with this whole topic, another big piece of news that came out today that we'll, that we'll jump over to. And I want to jump over to it because like, yeah, yeah, it's news. We need Talk about it, but this news came out today because I feel like it's to distract people from Deshaun Watson, and that's the stuff coming out of Miami. Which there's, the, I mean, we, we've known this was coming for a while with owners, you know, Stephen Ross. There's been an ongoing investigation if, where if they were actually, you know, t- trying to purposely lose games where Brian Flores claimed he was being paid 100k per loss, you know, stuff like that and blah blah blah. And now it's set where they've lost their first one of their first round draft picks from um for uh next year, uh as well as a third round draft pick and the owner is suspended until like October 17th of this year. And with is, with further investigation still So, happening.
1: is the owner being suspended really mean a lot? Cuz how many owners are really hands on like, okay, you're going like, to do this, what, you're going to do this, you're going to do this? So like the owner is three So
2: the owner is getting the same exact suspension as Deshaun Watson, exactly. Because he tried to make his team better.
0: Yeah, by tanking together. Even, a higher by,
2: draft
1: even though I don't agree with it, <laughs> with how he did it. But yes.
0: But also the the uh, some of the other reasons why um, uh, he got suspended is because he did legitimately break rules. Because a lot, they they did have a lot of findings uh, of tampering. Where back in like 2020 or or 2019 season, where it, they did find records of where he was in contact with Tom Brady when he was still in the Patriots, uh, there was records of when he was on con- where he was in contact earlier this year with Sean Payton while he was still in the Saints before he retired to be the Dolphins' next head coach without contacting the Saints first. So that is a tampering. That is, that a, is yeah. That yeah, is tampering. as well as once that. again contacting Tom Brady because there was those. You know, for a brief window, that rumor coming out that Tom Brady was going to be a partial owner of the Dolphins and a player. You know, so that was this year as well. So, yeah, Stephen Ross is, you know, bending some rules, breaking some rules around the league here to, you know, try to make the team better. But which there's now it was Robert bit Craft him in
2: the or Jerry Jones, we're not hearing of this.
0: No, hundred percent right. We're
2: not hearing this at all. I think, but I think he's I think that hush money. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all like, I was a huge advocate for Brian Flores. He should not have lost that job. No. I mean, there's
0: no dude. You start off one and seven, then finished like winning every game since. Like, because it was like one and seven, I think was the start, and then they finished nine and eight. Mm-hmm. Like, are you? Why the fuck
2: is he fired? Yeah, it's, like there's no, there's nothing to defend that at all. Like that's a hell of a
0: turnaround. Like you, you can't fire a coach after that turnaround.
2: Y'all remember the good old Al Davis? That's like one of his firings.
0: Shout out to Al Davis.
2: Yeah, rest in peace, sir. Rest in peace.
0: No, you know, and with this situation, you know, another one that people are also gonna be looking at is what's going on over in Washington as well with Dan Snyder, and that's a whole other situation going on there that's ongoing and, it, and it's to the point where Dan Snyder could be forced to sell the team and lose the team which I feel like he should at this point with everything going on over there
2: Dan Snyder is probably one of the worst NFL owners if not the worst one in the entire NFL
0: I could agree with that yeah he he's he's towards the top he's towards when the top you,
2: when your name is always brought up with something crappy yep it's time to go like yep. we were talking about it earlier how how you know RG3's career yep Dan Snyder now, all of a sudden, Dan Snyder. It's always bad news with Dan Snyder. Yep. It's always a laughing stock when you play for the Reds. Excuse me. The Washington football team. Whatever the oh, hell the they're... The Commanders. The com-
0: Commanders. Commanders, my ass. Hail to the Commanders. Commanders, my, my ass. Football the football.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's basically what it is. It's communism over there.
0: No, the Dan Snyder thing, man. He is one of the worst owners in the league. I would say he is by far the the worst, especially with everything that's continued to come out of Washington with all of the, basically the sex ring they had going yeah. on in his office and shit like that. Uh, another owner I would say is bad, but not because he's doing anything like bad like that, but just because he's a complete fucking moron is Jaguars owner Shotcon. He yeah. is such yeah. an idiot. He is such... Uh, if he just backed off and... Let a, a president, GM, or whatever, let them do all the decisions. Jags could maybe go somewhere, but he wants to be fully hands-on. And I'm just like, man, Tony, knows Tony, Tony, knows what is you? Football. what are you going to come over here? I don't think he knows much about football to begin with. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't because I, I, a lot of people didn't see this, but there was a video where he actually went to the combine with uh, Trent Baalke, who needs to be fired as well, in my opinion. Uh, and there, someone recorded this where Shad was asking Trent, just like, what can I see here that I can't just see on tape? And I'm like, that right there tells you everything why he's such a fucking moron.
2: That and he hired the one and only Urban Meyer.
0: Oh, my God. That that was such a painful ride last year for me, man. I think
2: that was, like, that is, that painful ride that y'all had with Urban Meyer. Gave me
1: enjoyment. Shut up.
2: Yes. You know what? You know what? I'll go ahead and agree with that. Because I hate Ohio State. And, you know, Urban Meyer is one of the (laughs) main reasons I hated Ohio State to begin with. But you just look at it, it was even worse than the Chad Morris era for Arkansas. Because not only was Chad Morris losing, he was going elsewhere. Urban Meyer was obviously dancing on the floor with someone that wasn't his wife, and he got caught doing it. So, yeah.
0: Man, that Urban Meyer thing was... (laughs) That is the worst NFL coaching hiring in history. I didn't think anything was ever... I disagree.
2: I'm sure there's worse than that.
0: Ooh, with everything that came out of it and has continued to come out of it? I don't know, man. I mean, I mean... One, you know, he didn't go back with the team after the loss, which then created the whole bar incident. Which I'll right. shout out to the Jaguars for that video; that was incredible. Um, you know, and then there it was just the basically like the abusive environment that he had set up. I mean, he kicked he kicked his kicker, which is now a lawsuit currently ongoing right now. Uh, there was the various other things where he's calling out his coaching staff, where he's just like, "How many rings do you have? You see how many I've got? You've got none. Where did you come from? You didn't come from anywhere." You know, he's like, I, my, my coaching staff at Bowling Green was better than this one. It's like, but you hired them. What do you mean? <laughs> like, you yeah. hired these guys. What do you mean? Yeah. You know, he benched James Robinson, right, you know, for no reason in the game to the point that even your rookie quarterbacks come up and be like, yo, why, why the fuck is James out? And, uh, you know, urbans like, oh, I have no idea. Even though he's the one that benched him, you know, gets him put back into the game. There was also uh, – there was one press conference in particular. I don't remember who the player was. It was, it was like a third-string corner or something like that where a reporter asked about – you know that corner, whatever, and he just and uh, Urban's like, oh yeah, I mean yeah, he he's playing pretty well right now. You know he'll he'll be making some reps back in here soon. Dude hadn't played all year long.
2: I still have high hopes for Trevor Lawrence.
0: I, I have very
2: high hopes. I, I for do Trevor too. Lawrence. I do
0: too. I, I think I, I think have Trevor's a guy. Him,
2: I have watched him play since his junior year in high school.
0: Trevor's a dog.
2: Trevor can ball. He can ball.
0: Dude, he's a dog.
2: And I'm telling you, I'm I am i I'm really rooting for him. I I, am I, too. I really am. I'm really rooting for him.
0: Yeah, no, I've I've got so much hope for Trevor. It's just you had to get him in the right uh, environment, and I, I do think that Doug Peterson can help build that right environment. So lots of exciting stuff coming out of there. Um, any other thoughts that you guys want to throw out there with Deshaun Watson or Dolphins owner training camp stuff? Any other any other pro topics? I've Is, said my piece you with Deshaun did? Watson. Yeah, yeah. I
2: may bring it up more in the season as well, especially when he starts playing.
0: Tyler, I, ho- I will ban you from chat if you do not stop.
2: I hope and pray. He throws an interception every pass he throws this year.
0: I look hey, look look on one silver lining. There's one single silver lining with this whole thing. What's that? Is that if you know if he does not get more games in the NFL, his return game at Baltimore. That's a rowdy ass crowd and that's mm. a tough ass team. So there's one single silver mm. lining. <laughs> that might be a good game to bet on. Oh yes. <laughs> that might be a good game to bet on. Yep, week so seven, I'll go ahead Cleveland and sne- at Baltimore. I'm going to
2: give you a snake preview. I have, I have high expectations for Baltimore this year. Okay. I have very high expectations for Baltimore this year. Okay. Lamar Jackson barely showed up last year as far as statistics.
0: Or to it, games. Or to games. Tyler, one I more in just, your band. He's Tyler. just he's just memeing.
2: Yeah, Tyler. he's he's his meme. Tyler, man, little over show. Man, I am trying to say something here, man, and you are interrupting. Just block him. Just right. mute him. Just mute uh, him. I'm, him. Just I'm, mute I'm him. At him. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Anyway, so um like I said, the last couple of years, Lamar Jackson really has not shown up that well. And I know he's in the middle of contract negotiations right now. I still believe he needs to get an agent. Because he's not going to get the money. That's that's why you get an agent. Yep. You get an agent to represent you. Yep. They respect you more. Not having an agent going through a contract is like you showing up to court without an attorney.
0: It it, it draws it out. The only case I've ever thought of where it did not get drawn out, and, I mean, let's face it, even though he's had some personality problems here recently, he's still fucking unbelievably intelligent, was Richard Sherman. He didn't have, Mm -hmm. he'd negotiate all of his own contracts, and, you know there are those few rare breeds that can do that. And, and the process still be sped up pretty well, but then there's the guys who I'm not doubting anyone's intelligence, but it, it's going to drag out the process. Cause not only is Lamar a good example, I'm dealing with that problem up in Chicago, Raquan Smith. He doesn't have an agent and he's, yeah. he's wanting a contract. He's currently a hold in up in Chicago. Uh, not, not participating in training camp right now.
2: I never understood that. Like, I understand that there are – I understand the NFL is a business. I understand the professional – you know, the professional sports in general is a business. I, I understand right. that. I hardly understand that. One of the things, though – and this is just me. If you're wanting to win a championship, you're wanting to do everything you can to win a championship. So even if you're – even, you may have a $5 million contract for this coming season or whatever. I don't know what his is, but I'm just giving an example. You may have a $5 million contract for this upcoming season. Your job is to legitimately win games. You've got to do what it takes to win games. You've got to be around your team. You've got to you've got to get in those reps because right now they're you know right now they're right at that beginning stage where they're you know what we got to get back in shape a little bit. Right, we've got right. to we, we've got to start getting these workouts in. We got to get these reps in. We got to get all this other kind of stuff that's going in. We've got to get this in now so that way when week one is here we're prepared to go because at this point. Um, at this point sitting out, what good is it doing at all? Cause now, I mean, we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about a player who, who has a decent impact. Well, I'll give him that much, but they, but you can easily be replaced. That's the whole thing. Right. That is why I disagree with the Zeke Elliott's extension. Why give him that much money? He can easily be replaced.
0: Oh, yeah, especially the running back position.
2: Yes, running, back, running backs in the NFL average about five to six seasons. That is the yep. average NFL running back. And if you look at his statistics, he's basically done. He's gotten worse every single year. I know he's had a couple of injuries here and there, but ever since he signed that extension, and even a little bit before then, he has not ran the ball the same he just acts like he doesn't care. He's like, give me the ball. Get it like a half a yard. Bam. I'm I'm getting getting my money. I'm getting my money. And that's, that's basically what, that's basically what it is. And now what he's doing is he's drawing the running back market value up. Oh, you can get, you can get paid so many millions of dollars, carrying the ball for a yard, one yard per carry, which I know it's more than that, but I'm just exaggerating. Hey, I think I need I think I deserve twenty million dollars. I can do one yard per carry. I can get a thousand someone mentioned he got a thousand yards last year. That's not impressive. They had seventeen games last year. That's not impressive at all. That you get <laughs> that you get a thousand yards at seventeen games. Man, I'm done. That's yeah.
1: I think you know, I had a conversation, I forgot who it was with. But running backs are so expendable right now that really like I mean look at all the top guys that you can think of. Really after you hit that three hundred career uh carry mark that's when running backs tend to start falling off
2: so i know we haven't really discussed and gotten into fantasy football yet but i'll go ahead and give you one one little scenario that i'll go ahead and mention right now running backs are deep this year we're not used to that with running backs usually running backs are like it's usually a give or take when it comes to running backs this year running backs to me the way that i've looked at because i've looked at a couple of boards to me running backs are a little deep this year for fantasy football compared to what it's been in the last three or four years
0: For sure. And we'll probably do some fantasy talk here one of these next two episodes because our draft is going to be at the end of this month. Um, So we'll we'll probably do some fantasy talk. I mean, the next two episodes are fully NFL-focused anyway, doing NFC and AFC predictions. Um, So we'll probably dive into some fantasy talk. Um, But honestly, we should probably dive into some college talk, honestly. Uh, Before we really dive into it, though, I do want to give some shout-outs. One last little bit of shout-outs here for some pro stuff. Because uh, like I said, mentioned earlier, I was looking at some futures bets, and I'm going to continue to look at some futures bets it's for college as well. I didn't get I didn't get a chance to go look at college because obviously there's so fucking many. I started scrolling through there, and I immediately saw like uh, I think it was Arizona is um, I don't remember what their what their line was, but it's like their their game over unders is basically is two and a half. So I was just like ah, I might hammer that under. Uh, but anyway, so I do have some futures bets that I do want to shout out uh, in the NFL uh, for most rushing yards, uh, Jonathan Taylor. plus 425 for most rushing yards. Pretty Mm. solid value. Uh, Derrick Henry, plus 525. And Nick Chubb, plus 1,000. I feel like he's going to get a lot of yards just those first six games. So uh, those are three futures bets I like there for most rushing yards. Most receptions, Cup, plus 350. Adams, plus 800. Justin Jefferson, plus 800. And because there's no more Hill... Travis Kelsey plus fourteen hundred could sprinkle you know a couple bucks there about get a little bit. They of a still payout. have,
2: the, but Kansas City still has a legitimate receiver core. Like uh, they like do, legitimate. but Travis
0: is the number one now in my mind. You can't convince me oh. otherwise because other than that it's after that it's it's juju. I mean, I mean they have they have got um, you know uh, the rookie Sky Moore who I think is going to do pretty well, but Travis is the guy. So uh, plus fourteen hundred for most receptions could be something to I think watch.
2: Most defenses could target kelsey though a little bit more and then again who's going to guard him nobody uh
0: most receiving yards all these numbers are really good and keep in mind these are the leading numbers uh cup plus 800 uh jefferson plus 800 and chase plus 950 those are all good to sprinkle just a couple bucks on that that is uh most passing yards herbert plus 600 mahomes plus 750 justin herbert and that's the leading one at plus 600 wow this is all good value like just to sprinkle a couple bucks on. I'm not saying drop your bank account. You're right. Just you know, some I have only got two over and unders right now that I picked out that I liked. Uh Seattle. Uh over under of five and a half. Uh do the under of plus one fifteen. Under five under five wins for Seattle. For who? For Seattle? Yeah. Shoot. Uh, and Tampa Bay. Three wins. Uh oh, their over under is 11 and eleven and a half. Uh the over is plus one oh five. Uh now losing Jensen is a massive loss there at the center position, but you never want to lose a guy like that, but if you're gonna lose him, the silver lining is at least it was in training camp. So you can, you know, the next guy can get his reps. But uh eleven and a half, so twelve wins for Tampa at, at this point, plus one oh five could be a decent little value.
2: At this point, Tom Brady could come out in crutches with an oxygen mask on, and I'm not betting <laughs> against Tom Brady. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's, what, that's what I'm saying, man. It could be some good value. And I, I'll pull up some more futures bets the next few episodes for college and pro. Those are just the ones that, that I, I, I got to see. That Justin Herbert one
2: surprised me just a little bit. I'm not going to lie to The passing yards. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, this,
0: I, I also want to stress I'm getting all mine from uh, Bet uh, Bentley Sportsbook. Right. Uh, we 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 unfortunately still don't have the ma- the major sports books that I want to use because I want to use FanDuel. That's what I want to use, but unfortunately it's not here for us, and it probably won't come anytime soon. Because Arkansas is being uh, really stingy with the, uh, with the Use cut. Use the Oakland. So, yeah, Betley's what I'm using. Oakland anyway. anywhere. All right, let's do some college. Uh, we've gotten pretty far into the show now, so we'll do some college Goodness chat.
2: Goodness gracious, we, we've been here an hour already.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so college football, conference winners and predictions. Uh, we're, we'll shout out... Um, who we think's gonna win the conference with you know kind of a record range there. Uh plus our number one and number two favorite teams if they're if we don't have them winning the conference. Um so we'll start off with group of five. Uh let me actually hop over to my other list here. Yeah, we'll we'll start off with group of five. Uh so the American Conference, um, you know, which of course this is Cincinnati's last year in American, right? Or, or are they in the Big 12 this I year?
2: Think, no, they're this their last year.
0: Okay. Cincinnati's gonna drop off. Up front. can't convince me otherwise. They're dropping off. I don't think BYU is going to be that good either. Uh cuz BYU no, BYU's no, B, where is BYU? They're are they Mountain West? BYU is Mountain West. That's right. That's right. Uh so Cincinnati is uh Cincinnati and UCF are a couple of the main ones from the American. Uh Cincinnati is going to drop off. UCF uh, UCF is going to be average as hell. I actually have Houston winning the conference. I think Houston they kept a lot of the same pieces um that they already had. I actually personally have them going 11 and 1.
2: So I respect that pick. I really boggled Houston because I I really like Houston, and I hate to say this, I really hate Gus Malzahn people. I I really do, but he's had a ton of success, even with one year at UCF. I, I I'm gonna I think Gus is gonna pull it off at UCF. I've got UCF winning the, this conference. Okay. Um. So I, let's see. Let's look at his schedule real quick. South Carolina State. That's a win. Yeah, easy. Louisville's going to be. Louisville should be a win. Louisville's not that good. They'll beat Florida Atlantic's going to be a tough game because it's going to be at Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic usually they usually play pretty good football, but it's UCF.
0: Shout out to Nickosi Perry, looking, former Miami quarterback.
2: Exactly, exactly, sir. I'm glad you said that. If, looking at their schedule, they have Cincinnati at home. The only away game they have that could be a loss, and even though I don't consider this team a legitimate threat this year. Memphis is the only road game I could see UCF possibly losing. But even then, Memphis, I don't see Memphis being that legitimate of a threat. So I mean, I'm just I'm just going to go ahead and shout it out. If they beat Cincinnati, they're going undefeated.
0: Uh, talk about UCF? Yes, sir. Okay.
2: What about you, Shane McAroo?
1: Honestly, I haven't paid that much attention to to Conference USA as far as, like, off-season or this American. Is the, this is the
2: American, circuit. See, there you hey, go. Ch- Shane chooses Tulane.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm, I'm Tyler this episode. I'm filling him for his shoes today. Um, So I'm going to pick whoever's at the bottom just because. No. Um, honestly, UCF, I hate Gus Malzahn, but you're right. I watched him a ton last year, um, mostly because of Destroying, if you know who that is. Yep. Um, he went to a lot of his games, posted YouTube videos and stuff. Um, so I played close attention to UCF, and I, I think that they're probably going to be the best team. Um, but man, I don't, I don't know. I mean, out of knowledge, I just don't know.
0: Yeah, for me, for Houston, the only game that I see them losing is going to be the first one versus UTSA, and then after that going on a run. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know, for me, I you know, for my conference USA winner, I still have uh, U- UTSA Roadrunners at uh, an eleven and one as well. Because uh, I mean, UTSA didn't they? I think they went undefeated last year. I mean, they end up getting ranked first time in school. You know, they lost one game. They lost okay. one,
2: they, I think they lost in the championship game. Okay,
0: so they were undefeated up to that point. Then because yes. they lost to uh, they lost to Bailey Zappi. Yes, yeah, I Bailey Zappi. Yeah.
2: I I also have UTSA going undefeated. And winning Conference USA.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's probably as safe as bet, especially since Conference USA is dead as fuck. I mean, they don't really have much competition in there as it is right now. Uh, the MAC was kind of interesting.
2: Oh man, the MAC was tough
0: for me. The MAC was very hard for me because, like, I-, I was I was reading some different articles of, um, you know, people. Predicting Mac, and then it's like shouting out, like, "Oh, Kent State's got a really good squad this year, this and that." And I looked, at, like, I messaged you guys about it. It's like, bro, they're sending Kent State out to die those first like four <laughs> weeks, and I'm just like, "Well, <laughs> God damn. Like, yeah. like week one, two, and th- four is just brutal games for them, and I'm just like, "My God, what are you guys doing to the Mac? What did they do to deserve this? They just exist in their own little bubble, There's and the you're gonna go, you're gonna go the send them out belt. to die."
2: Y'all remember that SEC Sunbelt Belt comp- Competition that they did and everything like that, where something that like everybody like Alabama, Arkansas, and a few others literally like their their non-conference was legit so
0: right. That's you, what the Mac is now. You know, and, and I just realized this looking at all of my conference winners, the Mac is the only conference winner I have that's not a double-digit winner. Every other conference I have it, the team going double-digit wins.
2: Okay, who do you have?
0: I have Northern Illinois at an eight and four. <sighs>
2: That's interesting. I like it. I really do. Um, I'm gonna go a step ahead. I'm gonna choose an un- a team who won seven games in the last three seasons. I'm going Bowling Green.
0: Tyler would love that pick. <laughs> bowling
2: Green <laughs> returns 17 starters, and even in a conference like the MAC, returning your starters, returning those. Who have experience? It's even big. It, it's big. Yep. I don't care how many wins you have. It's 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 big. The MAC is not that deep this year. Like we we, I think we could agree the MAC isn't deep at all this year. <laughs> and so um, so because I want you to look at this because like I said, they have some legit non-conference games they can legitimately win early. At UCLA, UCLA's not that good. They haven't been for a while. So at UCLA, I, I don't know if they're gonna pull the win in. But what I'm saying is they have a legitimate chance to win. Eastern Kentucky, that's also going to be a tough one. Eastern Kentucky, usually is decently in the in the uh, in the FCS, but I still think they're going to win that game. Marshall's going to be tough. They're going to lose that Mississippi State. They'll beat Akron. They'll beat Buffalo. They have Miami Ohio, who is also a legit favorite. For that conference, but they also play Miami Ohio at home. I think if they can get that motivation going, at Central Michigan will be a tough one. It's always tough to play at Central Michigan. True. Same same with Western Chippewa Michigan. Walls. The both both of them they have to play at Central Michigan and at Western Michigan, so that could be tough. They have Kent State at home. They have Toledo on the road. So right there, and of course they have at Ohio. So yes, you could I could see an easy two or three losses, but even then, the MAC is not that deep this year. No. I've got Bowling Green to win the conference.
0: Shane, what's your thoughts?
1: I would have to say Central Michigan or Northern Illinois. To me, they've just been the most both con- good, yeah,
2: consistency. Both good yes, yeah, yeah, they've been hey, the Western, most consistent. Western Western Michigan.
0: Y'all remember Western Michigan went undefeated a couple years ago? Yeah, they did, didn't they? Because the, the well, the fine couple years ago was it literally just a couple years ago? You talking about when they had like Corey Davis? It
2: might it have been longer because
0: I, I have no idea. I'm just trying to figure out because yeah. I I want to say when they had Corey Davis, you know, I want to say I'm pretty sure they went like undefeated.
2: They, uh, they I believe so I, I can't remember what year it was off the top of my head. i want to say I,
0: well Tyler's cleaning his house or he'd be able to answer for us so fuck you Tyler you could have you could have been here this is your moment we're talking the Mac but yeah no uh, Central Michigan Northern Illinois those are both very good picks Um, but yeah I just now noticed that though Um, only only conference winner I've got that's not getting double digit wins Um, it's
2: and like I said that's a tough road schedule for Bowling Green but I've got like I said I just I I just don't think it's that deep this year and so that's
0: going with the underdog Uh, what about um, Mountain West Mountain West,
2: uh, who did I pick? Oh, let me pull up my So notes.
0: my winner and... I feel like my winner is not definitely gonna be the norm because I feel like a lot of people would naturally default to BYU, for example. I know there's actually a lot of chatter around Colorado State. I don't personally see it. I don't either. I mean I've seen the chatter is what I mean, but I don't see the hype of the chatter. But BYU is gonna be the safest pick. But I'm actually gonna go with a team that played very, very well last year behind their first year head coach. And I feel like going into this year, this first year, this second year head coach for Utah State that is, not not first year ever. Really? Um is gonna be yeah, Utah State. Blake uh, Anderson. Blake Anderson, yeah. Um I feel like I, I don't know, man. I am a big I'm a big believer in in magical stories. I, I truly am. you see, I've seen it we've seen it happen so many times. And I feel like we're gonna see some magic happen this year. Cause I mean, it wasn't that long ago where unfortunately Blake Anderson did lose his son. Um, and his wife, uh, yeah, lost his wife while he was still at Arkansas State. It was uh, just this year, as whenever um, he lost his son, we were we were in the middle of recording. Shane, mm-hmm. at the end of the show, when I, I saw the news popping on Twitter. Uh, it's a big T's and P's there, but I don't know. Just I just have a gut feeling this team is going to be magical this year. They they got a lot of pieces coming back, and like what you said, that's a big for a team. Um, I really do believe Utah State can really make a run and shock some people. They were already good last year. Uh, I don't remember the exact record. Was it like ten wins? Do you have, have do you have, have I can, fi- I, can fi- I can find I can find out for you. But I think Utah State eleven and one is a pretty solid record. And since my second favorite team is in this conference, I will shout I think I've got Hawaii going under first-year head coach, Timmy Chang, got them going 7-6. and six. I think 7-6 and is the very i f-
2: I'd have to look at their schedule I to see. I think
0: that's a pretty fair record for us. But anyway, what's your boys' thoughts of Mountain West while I pull up Utah State?
2: So I am actually going to pick the team who Utah State plays on the road, November the 25th. I have Boise State.
0: That's also a fair pick.
2: Boise Boise State, I know they've been kind of the backfill here lately. This year, I think they make a comeback. I have Boise State winning the Mountain West. I, there is one other team, though, guys, that I would not sleep on. And you might laugh at me a little bit. I'm not sure. But I do I do not sleep on Air Force.
0: No, that's fair.
2: <laughs> Don't sleep on Air Force. Air Force could legitimately win this conference this year. I think they're going to be that good. But overall, I think Boise State makes a comeback this year.
0: Uh, Utah State finished after their bowl win as well. Finished eleven and three last that's year. That's, that's that's good. Uh, and looking at their schedule, the only loss is a very obvious one: Week two versus Alabama. <laughs> so there you go. That was my one loss for Utah State. I
2: root for Blake Anderson. He is such a good guy. And the, yeah. I think the only the only reason he left Arkansas State was so that was because of his wife. His wife passing away. It was just one of those situations where he's like, you know, there's too many memories. Cause like I said, you know, he came, he came they're in, from Jonesboro. Aren't they? I think so. I think I'm pretty he, sure. Cause he was, um, cause if I'm not mistaken, he was an assistant at North Carolina before he went to Arkansas state. And so, uh, but I believe he is, I believe they're from, I think his wife, I can't remember if it was him or his wife or someone's from Jonesboro, but, um, I, I root for that man. And I, I, just, I wish him all the best. I hope you're I really hope he went. I really hope he does win. I hope he has success. I would love to see him go to a power
0: five school. Oh, that'd be awesome! That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, I think as an Arkansas fan, I'm gonna to have to say BYU, um, because that's only gonna help us as a team. But I, I, I will agree. I kind of was on the back end of Utah State last year. I didn't really pay attention to him much. You know, when I did tune in, they were getting blown out by some team. I was like, well, that's unfortunate for Blake. You know, because I do want him to do well. Um, so I would definitely my top two. My favorite is going to be out to be BYU. Um, I'll go safe pick there, but I do have to say that Utah State will be, like, my personal pick because I just want to see him succeed. So Ryan, That's
2: that's, a, that's good.
0: Uh, Sunbelt. Appalachian State. Same. A- App State, 10-2. That's what I've got them going, App State in the Sunbelt. Sunbelt's going to be nasty this year, I think. Uh, it was it was close to coastal though. Shane, are, are you are you are thinking coastal, us, aren't you're,
2: you? You're thinking you're giving us a stare. Yeah. No, he's not thinking coastal. He's thinking of someone else. I can see it. He's gonna pull the trigger.
1: Oh, here we go. Red wolves, baby. Oh, come <laughs> on. Coming back, <laughs> <laughs> coming, back. coming back. Watch out, watch out, boys.
0: No chance. Oh man. Um Well, what do you have Red Wolves going? It's your second team.
2: I've got to look at the schedule. I haven't seen their schedule yet.
0: Okay.
2: I I'm just be honest. I haven't seen their schedule yet.
0: Okay. From what I
1: remember. Let me look at their schedule real quick and watch Shane talk. From From what I remember, it's pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. I like um, App State.
0: I like App State quite a bit. Uh, for App State, uh, I see a loss week two versus Texas A&M, regardless of the we think they're overrated or not. Go Appalachian State. I mean, yeah, go Appalachian State, but I don't see them beating Texas oh, A&M at God. Texas A&M. Uh, and then I, the other loss. But if they do,
1: I will – oh, boy, I will love it.
2: All right, so here's Arkansas State's schedule. They oh, have Gremlin State in week one. That's going to be a win. They lose to Gremlin State. The season's over. Even though they're going to get blown away in week two, I'm, I'm so rooting for them to beat Ohio State in week two. Um, Memphis, they're at Memphis, could be a loss. At Old Dominion, you never know with Old Dominion. Um, Let's see here. I could legitimately see them beating Louisiana Monroe. Maybe James Madison. Southern Miss is on the road, you never know with them. Louisiana's on the road, you never know with the Raging Cajuns. South Alabama's at home, but South Alabama, you never know with them. So, I mean, yeah, I I could... I could see them pulling off four or five. I don't know know about a conference victory. I don't know about a conference championship, though.
1: High hopes and
0: dreams, baby. That is a lot of high hopes and dreams. Maybe
2: next year. We'll see how next year goes. There's always next year, just like the Texas fan told me last year, sitting in the stand (laughs) in Arkansas, beating the crap out of Texas. That was awesome. Uh,
0: Okay, ACC. This one was probably my hardest one to do. Naturally, because number one, my favorite team is in there. We got a lot of changes on my favorite team, a lot of promise for my favorite team, and plus there were some other factors that played into it. ACC was the last one that I did out of all ten of these conferences. How are you guys feeling I, about? I would like I to jump go. I would like
1: to go first.
0: Okay, go right ahead. North Carolina.
1: I'm, I'm being like, is that not a serious like acquisition that can be?
0: I just question here. Uh, I, I don't even know off the top of my head who's the starting quarterback with Sam. Uh, yeah,
2: Dogg. that's 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 the thing. Sam has gone. It, you
0: gotta keep in mind. Shane does bring up a good point in there because you can't yeah, count Mac out.
2: You can't. Yeah, you definitely can't ca- count him out. Can't oh, count no, Mac definitely out. Definitely can't count Mac out. him
1: out. And honestly, it, if it's not North Carolina, I do have to go with Miami. To be honest.
2: So here's the reason I wouldn't pick Miami. I'm not a big fan of first year head coaches. I'm just not.
0: That's, and that's fair. Because here's the thing. Well, first year in a new environment. Right. Yeah.
2: My, Miami has been in a cluster for a while, even though they have. Okay, oh, yeah. so I, so here's here's something that's fair, okay? So my counterpart, Brad, as some people know him as for, sent me something uh, just the other day. of they, they did a survey. I think it was like a 1,000 high school uh, athletes or something like that mm-hmm. of legitimate programs, and Miami was not even on there. And I don't think people need they, this generation of this generation of players of fans they need to realize how much history Miami has in college football. yep just over 20 years ago Miami and Florida State ruled college football. They ruled college football. They are today's Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia yep. they they're legitimately they're, they were legitimately that one and
1: two punch I mean they every have, single year I mean they Miami literally had arguably the best team ever in college football in my opinion oh
0: yeah 2001 yeah yes let me ask you guys a question who's the big brother in Florida is it Miami no no I still think it's Florida you guys are both wrong. I, I still think it's Florida, too. You
2: guys are both wrong. Think about it. Okay, so Florida... Okay, so Records
0: and championships is, uh, no, no. is enough.
2: Hang on, though. Hang on, though. Nick, I hope Lying you're not now. listening. Fuck
0: both these guys. They're wrong. Florida's the little hang brother. On.
2: Hang on. Hang on. Florida, before last year, was still competing for the SEC championship. Miami has not competed for the ACC championship in quite a while. They have underachieved every single year. I, I'm i going to tell you So I have my stepfather's best friend, we do it we do a college football poll every year. We put like 20, 25 bucks in every single year. And we pick 10 games every single week. I have lost more Miami games than any team that's out there because sometimes I'll pick them to win and then they lose. Then I pick them to lose and then they blow the other team out. So I'm just saying Miami has been so inconsistent that it's not even funny. Florida on the other hand, even they even before um, Dan Mullen when they had that little struggle they, were still, they competed for SEC championships very, very quickly. They rebounded quickly. And I still think they're going to rebound quick, not this year, maybe next year the year after, but they're going to rebound quicker than Miami, even with Mario Cristobal as their head coach.
0: I would definitely disagree to the last part, but I also just want to say,
2: Florida. It's the University of Florida. Hold on, I just want to say they're in the SEC. I just want to say this: the best conference in the entire country. Let me point this out: the (laughs) ACC is legitimately
0: going to disappear. Miami has more championships than both Florida State and Florida. I agree. And Miami also has a better all-time record. When's the last
2: time Miami won a championship?
0: When? Well, uh, exactly. Florida's
2: won two since then, so no.
0: I disagree. I'm just saying records and championships say I mean you have to combine Florida State and Florida's championships together to even beat ours.
2: I I agree, but I'm telling you that that's yesterday's I'm telling Florida has won two since then. Well, they, I'm still talking historic here. Historically, yes. That but is, we're not talking historic. If you're talking historic, then yes, I agree. Well, with no, you. that's what I've been talking but about since talk- the since
0: the get-go. Okay,
2: okay no, no, <laughs> hang on hang on hang hang on. But here's the thing that I'm saying. Today's players don't see Miami as a legitimate as a legitimate power program they do however see the University of Florida as a power program I'm just saying
0: yeah and it comes down because it is the SEC right yeah no I agree to that
2: and because of the recent success you have to look at the recent success in the last 20 years that's basically what you have to look at with this younger generation because Miami was Miami was past 20 years ago
1: actually it was right at 20 21 because mm-hmm. they won in
0: 2001 and we went back in 2002 mm-hmm yeah
1: That's right,
2: yeah, because LSU won in 03, they beat Oklahoma. In
0: 2002, we should have won up front.
2: I will will give you that much. Yeah, they should have won in 02, but either way. Yeah. We're talking about 17-, 18-year-old kids. They don't know that. They don't know how legit Miami is. I
1: mean, when it comes down to it, when I think of teams in Florida, to me, it always comes down to Florida or Miami. Me, I've always been a bigger fan of Miami than Florida because of Florida being in the SEC and how Arkansas and Florida always clashed. I've always enjoyed watching Miami, especially back in two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three. Like I loved watching Miami play; they were so exciting to watch. That defense was like I thought. Like using Alabama's defense was good a couple of years ago when they when they were just rooted down to defense and running the ball. I don't care what you do; put them against that two thousand one defense, two thousand two defense, not even stand a chance.
2: I'm sorry I misspoke. Miami is in that deal, but still the recent success, no, I still I still would put Florida. Okay. I mean as as the daddy. Now, if Mario Cristobal turns it now, if Mario Cristobal does turn it around, like if if he legitimately turns it around and we start seeing old Miami, then yes, I would I would consider I would consider but like right now today it's still Florida.
1: I mean with with the, with the team that has a better chance of rebounding is always going to be the team in the SEC because they're always going to have more resources more money to be put in, more things like that. So, of course, Florida is going to have a better chance of rebounding than a team like Miami. But you can very well see in the next, what, three years when the ACC pretty much is disintegrated that it's not going to matter anyway because Miami is going to be right in there with
0: them. Yeah, they will probably will be an SEC team. Could be. Yeah. Uh, ACC predictions, though. Back to that. Who would you say? I said either North Carolina or Miami.
2: I want to say Clemson, just for the simple fact is they had a down year last year. And usually guys like Dabo Sweeney, who has had legitimate success in the last few years, last year was his down year. I could see a huge rebound year this year because I don't think the ACC is as strong. But North Carolina State, I really like North Carolina State.
0: Uh, they, I, they they didn't lose much. They only lost to Keem.
2: I like North Carolina State. Yep. I really legitimately like North Carolina State. Wake Forest lost too much.
0: Uh, they they still got a lot of pieces because I mean the main thing is they still got Hartman. They're projected to be last, actually, in their
2: division anyway. I don't know about the entire. Uh, I actually ACC. horribly
0: disagree with that.
2: And so uh, North Carolina, I think North Carolina lost a little too much, but I wouldn't count count Mac out like like I said. But I just I, I've got North Carolina State.
0: Okay. For me, and this is why it was so tough, is because like there were so many teams I was looking at. I actually do have Miami winning the ACC, and I have them winning with a ten and two. Um, so what I project happening, and this is why I violently disagree, I actually think Wake is going to win the Atlantic, and no o- over Clemson. I have Clemson going ten and two, and Wake you eleven got the, and one.
2: You got Wake winning the division.
0: Yep. And so the conference, no. the, the championship would be uh, Miami and Wake with no. Miami. What's winning.
2: the over-under? I need to see the over under on that crap. I'll
0: pull, I'll pull it up for you. But <laughs> I no, want to I see mean, the Wake did not lose as much as you think. Because like the main thing is they got Hartman back as well as a lot of his weapons. Like they didn't lose as much as you think. Uh, I mean, that's why he's a and he, Wake was a, Wake was was very good last very year. Very good. I mean Pitt's the one that came out on top because of you know, obviously Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison. Both them are gone. Pitt's an afterthought. I don't give it. Pitt's gonna be terrible. Yeah, but Pitt's I mean, be bad. Uh, I I think Clemson's gonna have a bounce back year with like a ten and two record. But I still, it, as long if DJ is the starter all year, I don't think Clemson's gonna win the ACC.
2: So let's see here. I'm gonna look at Miami's schedule real quick.
1: Well, he's doing that. He goes on um, board.
2: let's see here. Bethune Cookman, go Bethune Cookman! I'm kidding. They're gonna beat the crap <laughs> out of Come I always root for Bethune Cookman just because I like the name. It's like name. UAPB. I always root for UAPB because you know I was whenever I sold for Pepsi, UAPB was one of my was one of my uh, stops. I love UAPB.
0: Um, so my two losses that I project for Miami and one of those I would I, I honestly both my losses could still be wins is Texas A&M and Clemson. I do think we were gonna lose to Clemson. Uh, but those are my only two losses that I have for the whole schedule. And those both could be wins.
2: Florida State could be a trap game, even though it's it always,
0: home. It's always potentially a trap game, but um, I think we got them this year.
2: I'm going to go ahead and throw another one out there for you that I think could be a potential trap game. Is it
0: Virginia? At Virginia. Virginia, yeah. That's one that I looked at a lot. So I they, mean, they they didn't lose a lot either, but they were also horribly average last year. See, they were one of those squads where it's like, damn, you got so many good pieces, but it's just like, damn, you win six and six. Exactly,
2: <laughs> exactly. Right, that's just oh no. The, oh, that's 100. The a trap. tables have turned in the ACC. No,
0: that's 100% a trap game for us. I agree, but I, I, like I said, as of now, I've got us locked in for a 10 and two. Ten
2: and ten and, and two. Ten and twos I could see ten and two. Yep. I could also see six and four.
0: That's I'm, also, so, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm
2: sorry. I could see six. I could see six and six.
0: That's also yeah. I could see that.
2: I, I'm just. I'm just being honest. I could. I could see. I could see six and six just as easy as I can ten and two. Yep. I'll go ahead and throw this one out there. I could see eleven and one.
0: Yeah,
1: because honestly, I don't, I, I don't think Texas A&M. I don't
2: be think that Texas A&M is that good. I'm just gonna be honest. I, I mean, I, know I, I
0: think I, I debated that game very, very. Hard. I
2: know that Texas A&M, and I don't know if we haven't got to the SEC yet, but I know Texas A&M had the number one recruiting in the nation. Yep. I understand that. Jimbo Fisher, I don't think he's won more than eight games since being at Texas A&M in a single season.
1: I don't think Texas A&M has won more than eight games since they've been in the
0: SEC.
2: Yeah, and and so well, though I think they had one. I think it was Kevin Sumlin's second season when he had Johnny Manziel. I think they won nine or ten.
0: Yeah, it was like ten games. And, and then, that was the only time.
2: but then that that was the only time because that you know Johnny Manziel's last year wasn't that great. But yeah, it just yeah.
1: I mean, like I mean, I said this in my what first or second episode of being on the show, I was like Texas A and M sure to spend a lot of money to go seven and five.
2: Yeah, I'm I just Texas A and I I, I think. Legitimately, if Jimbo Fisher doesn't get it done, Texas A and do don't know if y'all know—but Texas A and M is the richest school in the nation. They oh, will get
1: rid of him by far.
2: They will get rid of him and buy. They will buy out his contract, and they will get rid of
1: him because he's got, he's like got what like what five six years left in his I ten-year think so. contract. And
0: then I think they'll so. get them. They'll get the true goat of Texas and get Chad Morris. <laughs> who, who just got back up into college ranks. Chad Morris, future Texas A&M head coach. Here we go. There you go. There you go. Uh, what about uh, Big Ten? I feel like this one's pretty straightforward. <sighs> I... I look. I have. I looked at their I looked at it. I looked at it very extensively across the board. There could be a few trap games, as there always is. But I have Ohio State going twelve zero. I mean, I, I. I. I just do. I know people are going to say, oh, I mean, they lost Garrett wasn't Chris Olave. Yeah, they did. You, but you look at the stats, and those weren't even the number one weapons. It was Jackson. Yeah, Jackson Smith, whatever the other part of his last name is. I don't so, know.
2: <laughs> I'm going to let you in. Of course, I think I've already told you this. I
0: hate Ohio I
2: State as much as you do, Florida State.
0: I know. Fuck Florida State. By I way. can't
2: stand. I can't stand Ryan Day. I can't stand anyone from Ohio State. I just can't. I can't stand Ohio State fans. Ohio State fans are worse than my Cowboy fans, okay? They are so much worse. No, it is saying something. Because here's the thing. They expect to win every single year, and when they don't, it's always someone else's fault. That's that's true. Always someone else's fault when they lose. That's
0: Dallas fans to a T. Not me though. I, I, know. I hey,
2: I'm, I am I am I am I am a true cowboy fan through and through. I am a diehard Razorback fan.
1: There's always next year. A, There's always ex- ne- <laughs> <laughs> there. Always but next But I,
2: I will tell you that as a legitimate cowboy fan here, and I, I know someone, I know people that are cowboy fans like myself who have the same exact deal as me. We lose because what will happen or does happen. Just saying.
0: Okay. Okay. Ohio University State won in the conference though.
2: Yes, by far. There's yep. no, there's Michigan, Michigan
0: lost to way too much. I think
2: Michigan lost way too much offensively. Defensively, I think Michigan's going to be fine. But as far as, as far as like going like a full 60 minute game, well, it's going to be next Ohio man, State.
0: it's going to be next man up because they lost their two main pass rushers with Aiden and David Ajobu. Right, right. Um, so I, it's going to be next man up for them. And when it comes to Michigan State, um, I, li- I still think that Michigan State's going to be very good under Mel Tucker. I feel like they got a lot of pieces. But, look, man, Kenneth Walker was their lifeblood on offense and losing him to the draft. I mean, that's going to that's gonna hurt them quite a bit.
2: That and, that, of course, Michigan State's been a little inconsistent.
0: I mean, you kind of saw it, right? right? I mean, literally a
1: week after Mel Tucker saw that giant extension. Oh, yeah, it went downhill. Ken- Kenneth Walker really didn't do yeah. much that next game, and they got blown out.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I rode with Michigan State almost all year last year because it started after they beat the shit out of us. They beat the shit out of Miami like week one, week two. And I'm like, I watched that game. like, damn, these guys are actually pretty good. I rode with them for a while in my college picks. Uh, but after that contract, it all went downhill. But, yeah, Ohio State, 12-0. That one's easy, I feel like. That, yeah, for that's sure. the easiest one. Uh, Big 12. How are we guys feeling on this one? Last year, the conference championship was Oklahoma State and Baylor with Baylor coming on top. I still have Baylor winning this one again. Uh, I love Dave uh, Arnott. I think Dave name. Arnott. Yep. Uh, I got Baylor going eleven and one. Man, I love this. Who's Baylor. your one loss?
2: Uh, let me pull up the record again. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna pull it up too while you while you're
0: at it. Yeah, Baylor is who I've got. Oklahoma State is another one that I really toyed with, uh, and honestly, look, man, I think Oklahoma could shock some people. I know, I know. It's like you lost Lincoln. Like you don't have, you know, this. The the, they also lost their quarterback. I know you don't have the superstar of Caleb Williams. But like, look, I'm telling you guys, Dylan Gabriel is a lot better. They lost both of their quarterbacks. That's true. Shout out to Malik also uh, uh, committing with uh, UCL. But look, Dylan Gabriel is a lot better than people are realizing. I mean, I love Dylan Gabriel from UCLA. I I, I don't know.
1: I think he's a great talent. I think he. I think he'll fit in. He'll be. He'll be a great bridge quarterback for whoever they bring in next. Um. I think Oklahoma has a chance. I can't. You can't. You can't sit there and say they don't have a chance because they will. But I think when it comes down to it, it is going to be Baylor and or Oklahoma State. But as a just a fan perspective of who I would like to see on there, I'd love to see TCU in there. Oh, TCU would be. TCU, awesome T- yeah,
2: T- TCU would be. Um, I've also got Baylor. I have them going undefeated.
0: Really? Okay. Yes. I mean, the schedule is possible for them to get undefeated. The one loss that I had for them, and I had it as, like, kind of like a trap game sort of situation, was Oklahoma, at Oklahoma. I,
2: I, I don't think Oklahoma is going to be a big threat this year at all. I, just I don't think don't. they're going
0: to be a big threat. The only, I'm just saying they could shock some people. The
1: only reason why I think they're, they are going to be a, a big threat is because of Brent Venables. He's going to bring a defense to the Big 12 that no one is used to – playing against and no so, one they don't play defense in the big 12 but guess who's guess who is gonna play defense and, oklahoma
2: right and but here just like i said earlier i'm not the biggest fan of first-year coaches coming in and automatically winning because you don't see it very often you just don't you do see it in the nfl sometimes but i mean college football not as much especially oh, in sure. power, especially in power five.
1: Oh, for sure one man can hope, right
0: yeah so you're hoping for TCU? You I'm gonna, hoping for TCU. Or do you just think it's going to be Baylor um, or Oklahoma but State? But I think
1: it is going to be Baylor Oklahoma State. Okay. Uh,
0: Pac-12. I've got Oregon. That's a good pick.
1: I also have Oregon. I actually have Utah.
2: I like the Utah pick. 11-1. And I, and I, I, I debated between Oregon and Utah.
0: Yeah, me too. That was, that's what that I came is, down to was those two. <laughs> oh, man. I, I literally, and of
2: course, Tyler you know swears up and down, USC is going to be this whole legitimate... I think they will in a
0: few couple of years. I, I it's it. not going to be a, a. I think year they will one. next year. I think yeah, next- I think it'll be next year. I don't think it's going to be this right. year. Yeah. They're going to be good this year. I mean, my one loss for Utah is going to be from USC, uh, but I, I still think Utah's going to end up, you know, coming out because I don't have Oregon going undefeated. So I mean, they're right. just, they're just going to meet in the uh, the title game again, and Utah. I think Utah's going to get Oregon again.
2: I, I could I could legitimately see Utah winning it too. I just yeah. I, I went back and forth and I said okay. Edge
1: I think
0: yeah, fair. I think this year it's fair to pick Oregon and Utah. Next year is when it's like USC is gonna be potentially the get the pick there. Yeah. Arizona State. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they they could shock <laughs> some people. They're not gonna win <laughs> win anything, but uh all right, and lastly, SEC. Uh I look one, man, two, three Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. I looked at it a lot. So
2: here is here is a little bit of interesting news. If you, of course if they, they 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 sent this out after it happened. Vanderbilt got one pick <laughs> to win the SCC Really? And I guarantee you it was the Vanderbilt. The Vanderbilt head coach had to have voted for himself. Had to have voted for himself. If you look, all right, so the opening statement, they did it, they did it like a, like the word list of how many words that each coach had for like the opening statement before the questions came along. And I believe Vanderbilt's head coach had the most, and it was by far. And then, of course, no surprise, the one who had the least was, surprise, surprise. Mike Leach. So (laughs) now I will, I will go in. I will go ahead and tell you this much. I do have a couple sleepers this year. Um, Tennessee is my sleeper in the East. That's fair. Mine do. I I really, I really like, I really like Tennessee. I I really like uh, what they've done there with the culture they built there and everything like that. I could legitimately see Tennessee overtake Georgia this year for the East. I could legitimately see it. I know some people are high on Georgia. Georgia lost fifteen to the draft. Yep. They don't have that defensive front that they had last year, and I understand that they've recruited well. I I will give them that much, but experience—they're
1: not Alabama yet.
2: Experience yeah. yeah. outdoes everything. I yep. think last year was Kirby Smart's one legit year. That he, of course, he's had some good legit years, but last year he finally came over the top, and now he's not known as that coach who could get there and couldn't win a title. And I'm I'm proud for that. I, I really like Kirby Smart. Think he's a great coach, but I don't see Georgia winning the East this year. I just don't see it. I I see I see I can potentially see Georgia having the down year Clemson had last year. I I, re, I legitimately see that e, even with uh, Stetson behind you know uh, behind uh, behind center,
1: which is crazy because what in the world is J T Daniels doing?
2: Exactly. It's like it, but I don't know. Maybe it's just the loyalty thing. I don't know.
1: So, and. And honestly, you know, you bring up Tennessee as as kind of a, a team that you can see winning the East. But
0: you're freaking who finished, what, second in
1: the East last Kentucky. year? Kentucky. Kentucky? hmm
0: Like, they didn't lose much. Honestly, I want to say this. I was all in on Kentucky going into this year. I was all in on Will Levis. But at this point, I hope Kentucky loses every single game that? and by a massive blowout because Will Levis is one of the sickest oh, motherfuckers. Oh, mayonnaise on the, and coffee? And he puts mayonnaise and yeah. coffee. <laughs> and because disgusting. of that, I am all out on the Kentucky Wildcats. I saw that on Twitter. I hope they lose every so, fucking game.
2: Let me get this straight. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yes, he takes a scoop of mayonnaise yes, with a spoon. It, it puts and no, 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 no. no, no I get that part. I get coffee. that part.
2: You're legitimately rooting for this dude because all he does is put mayonnaise in his coffee. Don't get me wrong, that is disgusting. Okay? I'm rooting it against is, him. It is disgusting. He's not a by normal far.
0: human. <laughs> He's an alien. He is so, an alien.
2: So I'll go ahead and throw this out there. Do y'all see any conference wins for Vanderbilt this year?
0: Absolutely not. No. No, zero. No.
2: So I had a bold prediction at the end of last season. Me and Brad did both predictions. I've got two conference wins for Vanderbilt this year. Two. Who? Don't know
0: yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, You're just you're just getting it out there. I am. Okay, I'm, just, I'm okay. just getting it out there. I, I, okay. I
2: root for Vanderbilt. Putting Vanderbilt it- makes me feel like I am a good boss at
0: hey, work. <laughs> I saw a Vanderbilt fan not very long ago. Like He was even wearing like the new merch.
2: There's like, nobody. There's no Vanderbilt fans
0: out there. Dude, that's what I said, and Tyler's just like, no shot. Just like, I was like, I swear, he had the like, new logo would, hat.
2: It would not surprise me. You've seen the movie Division Three Football's Finest. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me if there's people on campus that don't know Vanderbilt has a football team.
0: I still think it's funny when you listen um, to – it's been in a couple of interviews. Jay Cutler talked about his recruiting process, and Vanderbilt hit him up. He's just like, Where, what the hell is Vanderbilt? Where yeah, is I Vanderbilt? <laughs> didn't, he didn't even know what it was. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, like – so we we both have Alabama
1: I mean, we all three pretty much have Alabama Yeah, yeah. 12 and 0, 12 and 0. Right. Um I don't know if you're not much of an Arkansas fan, one. Oh,
2: I'm shut up. I'm <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's Arkansas is what he shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Only one can hope.
2: Only one can hope. That's true. So
1: where where do you realistically have Arkansas being right now? I know right now we're we're in this area as Arkansas fans that we usually get to around this time where all the hype is building up, and we're like, oh, we can win it all. But realistically, from a non-biased outside. A
2: non-biased outside looking in, sky's the limit for the Razorbacks this year. I agree. I think this is going to be the best team we've had since Petrino's last year. They, Alabama, to me, is the only legitimate team on the schedule that I'm like, I could see us beating them. But realistically, I also see us losing that game. One thing we also have to remember is KJ Jefferson. If he stays healthy, we're going to be okay. If he doesn't stay healthy, we're screwed. I agree. like completely, completely screwed. Offensively, we have a ton of depth. Offensively, ton. Defensively, I don't know how much depth we have defensively.
1: The only, the only position I'm worried about defensively. Is linebacker?
2: No, I'm not. I'm not because, like I said, they have bumper pulls coming back, and we also had that transfer from Alabama, Drew Sanders, which I think Drew Sanders. He was a five star well, athlete that's coming two, out.
1: That's two of six.
2: That's very true. I under I understand that, but I I just. if you think last year we had three good linebackers, and we and look what we did. I mean, this year we know we're going to have at least two. Let's see. Let's see what these younger players coming up can do. My biggest. My biggest is the defensive line. Defensive line is where it's where it's really going to be. I for think the our backs.
1: transfers have solidified me to be like, okay, we may not be good up uh, as good up front as last year, but they've got me to where I'm not worried about it. If I right. am, if I am worried about it, it's in the middle, it's the right. tackle position. I
2: I, I, I can understand that, but if I were if I were to solidify this, it's sky's the limit for the range backs. I could see ten and two. I could see eleven and one. I could see nine and three. I could see another eight and four season. It's just, it's just, you. it's like, where, it's like, where's it going to give? Cincinnati. Like I said before. You they, guys
0: are beating Cincinnati.
2: We're beating Cincinnati. Okay. I, I, I don't think Cincinnati. I don't think I would, I would be shocked. If we lose to Cincinnati in the week one. The state of
1: Arkansas will burn down. <laughs> if,
2: if we lose to Cincinnati in week one, I will go off worse than what I did to Sean Watson earlier in the game. I will go, uh, I will go off. Let's see here. Missouri State cupcake. That's going to be a cupcake. We're
1: Even though it's going to be interesting with Bobby Petrino coming I back. I
2: admit, I'm going to tell you right now,
1: it's going to be so fun the to Razorback watch.
2: Razorback fans are going to give him the biggest standing ovation, and and you know,
1: I wish I would almost wish they would do College Game Day on on that game just so we can see the signs that would be created.
2: Right, and so um, BYU could be a trap game because it's at BYU, yeah. and I hate the Mormons in Utah. Um, <laughs> it's like. South Carolina, I, even though I South, think
1: that's the trickiest game. I,
2: I think it can be, but I don't think they're going to have enough defensively to stop us. That's where I think Arkansas is going to be able to pull yeah, it they off. They
1: did finish second to last. In the I ACC will, season I will say, I,
2: I will go ahead and I will say this much because I also have another sleeper that's in the West this year, Mississippi State. Mississippi State's going to be legit offensive this year. They're going, of course, the one thing I don't. The reason I don't trust Mississippi State as much as I would say Tennessee is because I know Mike Leach is an offensive guy. He's not a defensive guy at all. He's just he's just not. I have I have I do not I cannot think of one good team that he's had where I could say, oh my gosh, his defense is absolutely f- terrific,
1: or oh my god, they finished in the top seventy five in defense.
2: <laughs> but but you awesome. But here here's the thing though. So Arkansas is going to be on the road. Of course, you know Texas A and they're going to play in Arlington.
1: I think our schedule actually, even though it is a tough schedule, I think our schedule actually helps us with us having seven home games this year.
2: I could legitimately see us go 7-0 and after the Alabama game. I, I could see it happening. I agree. Um, at Mississippi State and at BYU are going to be two tough games. I, I do believe that because BYU is going to, you know, anytime you play an SEC school, most of the time those non-conference, those non-conference uh, you know, group of five who have, they, they're going to have something to prove. Because if you look at BYU, they've been nationally ranked in the last couple of years and hardly anything to show for it. So they're going to find a way to make sure that they can legitimately show, hey, we belong in this top-tier group of college football. So I I could honestly see that. Auburn's going to be the worst team in the West. By far, I, I don't. I don't see Auburn being. I that think. It's, big of a I third think it honestly,
1: it's a it's a toss up between them and LSU.
2: Our lost our last four games is Liberty, LSU, Ole Miss at home. Those that's three and and0 oh, and then at Missouri. Of course, you never know with at Missouri because sometimes we lay an egg when we play Missouri. So I I'm gonna go ahead. Fake I'm gonna put, rivalry. I tell me about it. Goodness gracious. Um, like I said, I'm gonna say ten and two. I could see eleven and one. But realistically, I'm going to say nine and three. Um, I'm going to say Alabama's a loss. I'm going to say at BYU's a loss. Right now. Give me a few weeks in. Let me look how they how they looked offensively and defensively. Like offensively, I know we're going to be fine. But defensively, can we push? Can we push the offensive line?
1: I think if we come out and beat Cincinnati and hold them to ten points, and then shut out Missouri State, coming into that Texas A&M game. Look really good against them. Beat them by you know hold them under fourteen points. Fourteen points. I think at that point I'd be comfortable in saying okay, BYU is a very good chance of, of that's, winning.
2: That's that's what I that's what I want to see. Exactly. But I also know that BYU has brought it the last couple of years as well. And, I, and I, it's definitely not going to be a laydown game. It's it's on the road. And it's at BYU, and I don't like like I said, the Mormons of Utah are mean. They are vicious people.
1: I mean, and last time we played a team like this was. Um, it was like a weird non Was what, what Colorado state. We went, yes. went to Colorado state and got beat. So,
0: but we were horrible.
1: I know, but I'll, still. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll jump in and say this. I'm not an Arkansas fan at all, not in the slightest. I actually think it's funny when you guys lose. Sorry, I know you're a major diehard. I know you've come to accept me for who I am. Thank you. Uh, but I will say I this.
2: Florida State goes undefeated now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you guys are going to beat BYU. I think BYU is so horribly overrated. I think they were overrated when they had their consensus, you know, top draft pick with Zach Wilson. They got up to, like, number 10 in the nation, and then just got a fucking just smacked by I think it was coastal Carolina. I, BYU, even still right now, in my opinion, is so, so horribly overrated. I think you guys will get that dub up front, 100%. The only loss, I'm not going to sit here and say that you guys are going to go 11 and 1. It wouldn't necessarily shock me because I've, I, you know, as an outsider looking in, I do acknowledge the sky's the limit. But the only loss on your schedule where I'm like, that's a loss is Bama. Every other game, it's just like, you know, there are those there are those few where it's like, yeah, that's a win. Yeah, that's a win. That's a win. And then there's like an A and M where it's like, that should be a win, but who knows? Uh you know, there are those there are those few where it's like, should be a win. Who knows? Could be a loss. Who knows? But BYU to me, that's a win. BYU is just overrated. So one
2: one thing that legitimately pisses me off. Last year, toward the end of the year, you had all these announcers from CBS, ESPN who are like KJ Jefferson's going to be one of the top tier Heisman I could see him as a potential Heisman threat next year and not a single one has put him in the preseason Heisman list he's nowhere to be found
1: nowhere and I, and I think he's still like <laughs> I think he's still like what fourth they rated him fourth best quarterback in fourth the SEC Fourth best quarterback
2: in the SEC which last year if you look if you look at the quarterback rating that's where he was last year
0: Who's ahead of them besides Bryce and Will?
2: Herndon Hooker, Herndon, Hooker from Tennessee.
0: Oh, okay, right, right. So I was going to say, no shot. Herndon, they put Herndon, Ratler, Herndon, Ratler, Herndon,
2: Herndon Hooker, I think, was the top. As far as QBR goes, I think Herndon Hooker was the top last year.
0: Okay. I was going to say, there was, no, there was no shot they put Rattler No, Rattler. is no, Spencer is, Rattler. Yeah, he's probably a like freaking. Rattler is fit. Oh,
2: Doyle rules. That's what he looks He looks hey, like an hey, ugly I, kid from a Doyle rules. I will, I will say this.
0: I think South Carolina, I think Spencer is very overrated as well. I think, Spen- I think uh, South Carolina is going to be an average team, but I think they're going to be an average team who could be a trap game for teams. Because, yeah. go- I mean, I love their head coach. Uh, Sh- I know it's Beamer, but I forgot the – Will Beamer, I think. Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer. Uh, yeah, Shane, Shane Beamer. Beamer, Beamer. You know, I- the dad's Frank, of course. I just couldn't remember uh, you know, this guy's first name. But I-, I love Shane Beamer as a head coach. I love him in South Carolina. Uh, I think that South Carolina could be a trap game for teams, but I think South Carolina's going to be average.
1: I agree. And this, this is what this is what will determine my season. I'm not even... I, yes, in my opinion, BYU could be a trap game because it's a way game.
0: It could be a trap game. I'm still locking in a win. Because, I
1: mean, I agree. I'm not too worried about those Cincinnati and BYU determining our season. The three games determining our season is, in my opinion, going to be South Carolina, Texas A&M, and Mississippi State. Those three teams are going to determine our season. Because, in my opinion... Right now, even as as a fan, I'm I'm putting Alabama's loss. That's just a safe bet. Yep. But those three games will determine if we go eleven and one, or eight and four. Okay. Because if we turn around and lose all three of those games and Alabama, you got an eight and four season.
2: Let's see. South Carolina travels to Florida. They're at home against Tennessee. They try. Oh, of course, they play Clemson. That's their that's their rival at the end yep. of the year. Um, they traveled to Vanderbilt, go and Vanderbilt. Mind,
0: Clemson beat South Carolina 30 to zero last year.
2: They, uh, they travel on the road to Kentucky. Uh, they are at home against Texas A&M. They're at home against Mizzou. This is not in order, by the way. I'm just kind of scattering. Yeah, here, yeah, you're good. Um, let's see if we went and let's see Georgia State. Georgia State, guys. I'm trying to remember if, was it Georgia State that was, uh, or am I thinking of someone else that was, uh, legit last year in the Sun Belt
1: it
0: probably was Georgia State.
2: I'd say yeah. So that well, that's,
0: let's see, it might have been was it Georgia State or Georgia Southern? Right, so I, I get those two. It's one, it's one of the two. I don't know.
2: Uh, they're at Arkansas week two. Then they play Georgia at home. So that, like I said, we'll see. Then they have Charlotte at home. I got South Carolina State at home. So I mean, yeah, you, who knows? Who knows what they'll do? Um, six and six. Five and six. Yeah, see,
0: I'm thinking like a six and six for South Carolina. But that six and six, again, could be a trap game for teams. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. What about just uh just kind of throw it out there? We don't have to dive super deep into this. Who is your early, way too early uh, playoff four? Alabama one, Ohio State two for me. Three, I Mac- I actually have Baylor. It's that fourth spot that I couldn't I have decide. Baylor as well. Uh-huh. I do too. That fourth spot I could not figure out for the life of me. Alabama, I think, will be number one team. I think in the nation it, fall it would have Ohio to be.
1: An, I would think it would have to be an SEC team, right? That that un- was my first. Instinct. That that
0: unless one of the Pac twelve teams go undefeated. U- Utah State at eleven and one was my other thought. If I, if assuming, like, let's say, Utah let's State say, State, but or, not, uh, not, not, gonna, not, not, Utah if, State, Utah. Sorry. If Utah
1: goes in an eleven and one, can you say that they're better than a, than an eleven and one SEC? Depends runner of, well, it
2: depends on who the loss is too. Like, if, like if it's USC and USC has a crappy year, then no. It, it you to me. It always depends on who your loss. is. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, and that that's that's just where it comes down I to. I
0: think that that fourth spot it could be Utah if, if they do really well.
1: I think or it'll Oregon. come down. I think it'll come down to the Pac twelve champion. I think they almost almost have to unless they lose to each other. So like the like like, like last year, like Oregon lost to Utah and then Utah beat Oregon, whatever whatever it may be. Unless it, that scenario happens, I think it's either going to have to be an undefeated Pac twelve team. Or it's going to be a runner-up from the SEC,
2: right? Yeah, because I don't, I don't think the because you you could you could almost make the same argument for the Big Ten. Yeah. But the big, I don't think the I think Ohio State, I think it's Ohio State. Then it's everybody else in the Big Ten. I, I don't think,
0: see, this, this year. Yes, this percent just this
2: year is just not the year to have two in the Big Ten. No, if it's going to be two, yeah, I agree. It's going, it's it's definitely going to be in the SEC. And right now, who can go eleven and one in the SEC right now? That. We can legitimately today say, yeah, we could, we could, we could legitimately. I mean, it would him. it would
1: be easy to say, oh yeah, it can be, you know, Alabama, Baylor, um, you know, Georgia, and whoever else. But that'd be the easy thing to go. But realistically, I don't think we would we're gonna know that fourth spot until we get to at least four or five games into the season.
2: Right, right.
1: But I, I mean, I would I would like to think it was Oregon because I have them going. Undefeated in the Pac-12, I would have to pick a Pac-12 champion undefeated I, I also, over a runner-up. I also
2: picked Oregon. If they go undefeated, I, I could see that the Pac-12 is not, and even 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 since the playoff college football playoff started, Oregon has not had not Oregon. The Pac-12 has not had. I think they've had two teams in they've the entire had, time. Washington, Washington was the teams. first one they got spanked. No, Oregon was the first one. Was Oregon the first one? I thought it was Washington. It was Marcus Mariota. Oh, okay, okay, okay. For some reason, I thought it was Washington. I know Washington was another one. They both got spanked. But um, if Utah – I'm sorry, Utah or Oregon, if they go undefeated, I could legitimately see them being the fourth team.
1: I think if, they, if either one of them goes undefeated, they have to be in there. They have to be that fourth team or third team or whatever right. it may be. Um, only way that a runner-up from the SEC gets a chance is if they either lose to each other or have another loss along, well, here's, the, along well, here's the way. Some,
2: here's something else. We're also betting that they're going to be four, four undefeated teams. We haven't had that yet. True. We have we have yet to have four undefeated teams in the top four. True. So that's so. Let's just say this: what What if? What if Baylor loses one, and then you have someone like Miami or Clemson that also has one loss?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, then I mean, then, and then we,
2: that's that's where the debate goes, and this of this course. is where this is where this is why people want. That's we myself included.
0: Also, you need to keep in mind one team that I just now remembered because I just, I despise them so much. Uh, Notre Dame's going to probably be in that conversation.
2: Notre Dame.
0: Being an independent, <laughs> I always forget about them, honestly. Notre Dame. So overrated.
2: I'm just going to go ahead and say this much. I think Brian Kelly saw the writing on the wall.
0: I think he did too.
2: <laughs> I think he saw the writing on the wall. Notre Dame is one, I would say, of the Top five academic schools as far as academic restrictions go in the entire country.
1: Yeah, it's like them and Vandy, yeah. pretty much.
0: Vanderbilt,
2: Stanford.
0: Notre Dame.
2: SMU, because and- SMU is, SMU's academics, yeah, they, they're, they have a very high restriction with their academics.
0: Northwestern's pretty high up there. Northwestern's high up there. Yeah. They have such an awesome facility. I don't know if you guys have seen them in pictures or anything. Their oh yeah, they're they awesome. it's beautiful. It's awesome. Um, Purdue,
2: Purdue's tough. Yeah. So yeah, you could you could legitimately say like he saw the writing on the wall. A lot of them do not consistently stay good because of that because yeah. of that reason. It's the same reason I root for Harvard in the NCAA tournament for basketball. It's the same reason <laughs> I root, I root for, I root for Harvard, Yale, whoever comes out of the Ivy League.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we're all ready for the season. Ready to see what kind of shit unfolds as far as... Hey, like I said, season starts right now,
0: boys. We got football in two days. It's going to be shitty football, but hey, it's still football. We got it.
2: I'm just glad my Cowboys aren't in the Hall of Fame game this year. I'm so sick of playing in the Hall of Fame game.
0: At least I'll get to watch the Jaguars with, you know, no Trevor Lawrence. Hey, I'll I'll get to see... We get to see two Razorback
1: players show up. Yeah. So... Monteric Brown and Drew Morgan for the Jaguars.
2: Right. You know, hey, you know what's something else that's weird about college football this year? Y'all know, y'all know Northwestern's first games against Nebraska in Ireland?
0: I did see that, yeah. Uh, why thought...
2: wouldn't you put Notre Dame in that game or something like that? I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. No, I did <laughs> see that. I thought that was wild.
2: That's something else. Scott Frost there at Nebraska. Ooh. Yeah.
0: No, we're just a few weeks away uh from all football really kicking off. College football, pro football right there at the beginning of September. Uh, we'll be doing weekly predictions every single week, just like we did last year. Uh, see who can come out on top. I got the dub last year. Uh, if we broke down like percent, I'd have to go back and look at the records. I don't know where we would be, where we would fall if we broke down percentages. Since you came in late, um, I'd have to go look at it. Uh, I just know in terms, of obviously, sheer record. I, I beat Tyler, and that's what mostly mattered since he was here all the entire time. So you you get a pass, obviously. Uh, but yeah we'll be doing predictions uh a terrible game of the week we'll be coming back shout out to that uh terrible game of the week uh still be doing Fbs game of the week FCS game of the week um and then we'll be predicting every single NFL game have our fantasy league and uh you know and we'll i'll, I'll at least do some betting i can't speak for everyone in here but i'll be doing some betting probably every single week i will bet uh, and we'll see how it goes.
1: It may not be every week for me, but I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely be doing some.
0: As long as there are games that I like, I will be betting every single week. I'm not trying to like bet 17 games here, but I, you know, I will bet every single week if there's you know some some lines that I really like. Um, you know, because I I feel like I'm pretty solid at predicting the NFL, college I'm always hit or miss. Uh, NFL, I've always been pretty on top of predicting. Cause like back in the day when my mom was still around, she used to have an NFL predicting thing, just like we do. And, uh, she ran it for about like seven years. And I won like five out of those years by a pretty decent landslide. So I, I feel like I could bet on some NFL games. We'll see how it goes though. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, some football this week. It'll be bad football, but it's still football. We're back. We're here. Um, before I hit the music and we really work our way out of here, boys, do you have any last thoughts on anything that we chat about here today? Or anything you want to throw out there? Think I'm
2: good. I think I think my rant, you know, just kind of.
0: It did it for you. I think yeah. it did it for me. It was a nice rant. I was able to eat my French fries. Yeah, he, Shane had a good time eating food. So, all right, I'm gonna hit the music. Uh, now it wants to do the lead up. Yeah, that's right. Hell yeah! It didn't want to do the lead up earlier when Are we were trying to start the show.
1: For yeah. Monday,
0: Monday, Monday. Yes. Tomorrow's Wednesday, sir. I know, but still. All right, uh, but yes so any last thoughts anything you want to shout out to anyone listening anything of the sorts nope just woo pig
2: yeah woo pig let's uh, go Hall of Fame game I don't know who's playing in it this year no- it's no
0: Jaguars yeah, I and Raiders. Raiders I think it's Jaguars Raiders
2: oh I've got a huge take on the Raiders this year
0: uh, I'll be looking we'll save to that for next week save it for next week, we'll yeah, for next week. AFC's
2: uh, next week right
0: yep yeah we, we've currently got it slated for AFC predictions next week NFC the week following Uh, Looking forward to that. We'll break down, give our record predictions for everything, for every team across the league throughout those two episodes, chat about everything there. There's a lot to talk about, especially in the AFC. The AFC is the massive conversation. There is so much to talk about there. Uh, but if you're watching live, we appreciate you. If you're watching the replay, we appreciate you. If you're listening to the audio, we appreciate you, but still question why you're not over at youtube.com forward slash Sparky3, where you can watch us live. Uh, since we did have a tech problem at the beginning, once again, promo code of the a Z will be for 25% off in the merch store. Pick up some merch. We appreciate that. Uh, join the Discord, and we'll take some live callers. Um, I think that's it. Join, follow us on Twitter. Check out Rogue Energy. That's on the screen as well. Uh, I think with all that said... Thank you for listening to A A Terrible terrible Football Show. Nailed it. Let's ride. Let's ride.